Just rants. Whenever tapping out, we're putting the most minutes in you. Already know what that's about. You know that win is win. Crush whatever's on task. Check the podcast. It's the champ and the tramp. Let the ball blast. All right, here we go. What's up, guys? So you're back with the champ and the tramp today. Our guest is our good friend Jesse Holt. Um, a lot of you guys came to know Jesse through my Instagram page, maybe even Frankie's Instagram page. Um, we call him Uncle Jesse a lot of the time. My kids do. Kung Pao. Kung Pao is another yep. name he goes by. Um, I call him my little brother a lot. He's technically not biologically my little brother, but he's got a very interesting story. He's an interesting guy. The ladies love him. He was an uh, infantry member, 101st Airborne, uh, served overseas in Iraq in 0506, correct? Correct. Got some interesting stories over there. Uh, fully, fully disabled vet now, does a lot of skydiving, really got into skydiving, and has recently started his own charity with that involves taking wounded warriors skydiving, correct? Yep. Hundred percent. Oh, wounded warriors or, or vets of, of all kinds, right? So I'm doing uh, I'm doing mostly combat vets and disabled vets. That's okay. my first thing to go to, but uh, it's going to broad out to other things other than that. Uh, I want to do a thing with Make a Wish Two Foundation. Okay. It takes people like that on yeah. uh, skydives. You took 100%. Rory. You took Rory out, right? Rory's my first one, man. Yeah, really. Wow. It was uh, that was the deciding factor for me. I was so wish washy about it. My whole family, friends, everybody's like, "That's the direction you should go. It changed your life uh, on a positive aspect." You're saying skydiving changed your life in a positive. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, like, it's something undescribable. Almost, it's something that unlocks something in my brain. Uh, something positive, I, and then I wanted to share that with everybody, and that's all I talked about at first. I'm like, "Oh, you got da 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 da." Like, who's done it? I wanted to know. I didn't even yeah. know. I didn't even know this world existed. So when I took Rory on his first one, his whole demeanor and everything, like from the the first moment I met him, and that was my first time meeting him, was there. It was uh, just dropped, we met him through yeah we just we just met him through mutual friends stuff like that Instagram we connected we're locals from the Jersey Shore so I was like you know what he'd be a perfect one took him up best experience of his life it was uh, and that was my deciding factor that this is the route I'm gonna go and that's what I wanted to do what, what, is, what, is, what is the name of your charity your organization uh, Team Fight for Flight Team Fight for Flight guys yeah so now, now how does it work do people just uh, look you up or you you seek them out so this is all new to me. Um... I started it into last year, into skydiving season. I've been wanting, been in the works for two years. I've been wanting to do it. I kept pushing it off. Kind of like, you know, you can make excuses for yourself. Like, ah, I'm a, I'll do it this year. It's not, time's not right. Time's not right. Time's never right. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I agree. I agree. <laughs> and that's 100% what it was. So uh, I did that, and I'm kind of just, I'm running to other nonprofit charity groups around Jersey that are kind of reaching out to me in a sense, and they're like, well, you should do this. So they're, they're kind of like, they're helping me out. Like Recalibrates one, they're out of uh, Osha County. I think, I, I think I've seen them on yep. Instagram. Or I follow them on Instagram. Yeah, yeah they're, they're a great organization. They, they do a lot of work of helping uh, veterans transition back into society, which is, I think is great. Because mine's a day experience just to get you out of like the whole stressful of life and this, that, or whatever the case may be. But they actually help transition 
on a weekly basis of other veterans coming out and uh, trying to just incorporate back in the civilian world. It's very tough for people. I don't know everybody can understand that. You go from, uh, uh, especially with combat, you go combat MOS, you bred, born. MOS, what's MOS? MOS is your job title. So okay. I was like 11 Bravo. So 11 Bravo is just infantry. That's what it means. You're a grunt. Mm-hmm. Um, so we transitioned out of that into the civilian world. <laughs> it is very tough because they... It's kind of, they kind of had to brainwash you in boot camp. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's, well, it's. I would also think the transition's a little tough because you guys go in there at a very young age, generally speaking. Uh, we talked about that with Rory. It's kind of all you know if, you, if you, don't, you don't go to college or, you know, Rory went in very young. I forget how old he was, but you don't, you don't get that proper transmission, transition into the real world. So that's great that an organization like Recalibrate does oh, that. because 100%. Because you know, we didn't have that at the time. Right. Nobody even knew about it. You that. went in at what age? I went at 19. 19, yeah. So yeah, how, how did, like, all right, you graduated, you went south, right? Yeah, I went to high school south. And then um, uh, what, what led you to the military? All right, so what led me to the military? I always knew I was going to go to the military. I always, that was embedded in me since. Your family in the military? Yes, and then I found out my whole bloodline comes from the military, all that. That's all I wanted to do. Uh, I love the U.S. Uh, big supporter of the United States, man. Oh. Fucking diehard American. Greatest, grew up that fucking way. Greatest country uh, in the world. Okay, and I would have died for my country. That's that's a hundred percent what I would have done, and I was ready for that. Um, I still love America, man. We're best country in the world. We're alphas. Right. What? <laughs> <laughs> but on top of that, all right. So um, I always knew that I wanted to go in. So my family never pushed me to go the college route at all. They knew that that all right, that's the route you want to go. Okay, man right. up, and when you go, that it, when it comes that time, you need to do that type deal. So they kind of like let me. Uh, was it, was it the, the bravado of it and kind of the, you know, the the man's man aspect? Because you, you are. You're, you're, a, you're, you're one of those guys with the extra whatever it is, the fucking, you know, extra, what is it? The, gear? The, extra gear? No, the guys have like a, what do they say, an extra chromosome? Chromosome? Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. chromosome. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That makes you do like crazy shit, right? I think I, yeah, I, I swear, I think that's wired in people sometimes. Yeah. You got that extra craziness. If you right, don't have right, it, you right. don't have it. But uh, you've always been wired that way. So was, was that part of the attraction to the military? Like, hey, listen, you know, I, I could- think- probably see some action or i think that and gi joe's i grew up watching yeah, it as yeah, a little yeah. kid yeah. i swear like uh snake eyes was one of my favorite uh gi joe characters yeah. i just love I, I grew up in that era right. where i love that and i like i know we were doing it th- like we're kind of doing it for a good cause there's nothing there was nothing evil that i seen that the military did so i was like all right yeah mm-hmm. i definitely want to do this in life and so i set out on that path Got my way through high school, all that. Uh, actually, Todd Frazier's dad was my principal the whole time. He told my father, because we grew up in baseball, uh, him and my brother played baseball. Um, so he told my father, he's like, Jesse uh, figured out the system in high school, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and my dad's like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, well, he just figured out how to like make it work for him. He, uh, that's what I did. Uh, yeah, that's I think, that's, I I think did, that's kind of the trick. You yeah. figure out the system and <laughs> yeah. you, you make it work for you. hundred percent. Right? Honestly, that's what life is about. If you're that kid that is like, I got to get straight A's on everything, you'll probably do all right in, in life, but you True. never really did the figuring out process of how to navigate around obstacles. You know, yeah. you just you just did the shore route and got straight A's. I navigated a lot of shit to get C's. I, I swear on everything. I, I definitely finessed that. I, I, was, I was surprised how, uh, Todd's dad said that, but uh, 
Yeah. Now, so, were, you, were you a wild kid when you were young? Super wild. I like, probably, like wild as in they get in trouble or just wild as in like adrenaline junkie? Like Adrenaline junkie. Yeah. Uh, there was nothing you couldn't dare me to do. Nothing. I would take any dare possible just to show you. I'll do whatever. Yeah. You, nothing's going to, nothing's going to, uh, not necessarily scare me because there are things Like that, would you eat someone's throw up? You, you, dare you? Just, you did shove that G.I. Joe up your ass. You I did. did drink my own piss one time. <laughs> Dude. Uh, man. For a bet? For a bet? Damn. I peed in the Mountain Dew can. I tried to psych my boy out. They're like, no way. That's piss. <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, you, what? you know what? You're right. It is. They're like, oh, you won't drink it. And then like, you know, can you the, survive? So wait, that you that that some that's that, wait. So drinking piss <laughs> gets you get you an adrenaline spike? <laughs> no, it didn't. It just I wanted to prove a point. Like, oh, you you saying I'm not gonna do it? I'm fucking definitely gonna do this. You're in, oh, you're in some weird porn, aren't you? <laughs> no, not. I don't watch you porn anymore. Ever had a girl poop what on you? No, know? okay, I don't watch. Let, all right, let, wait, forget about that. Forget about this. Let's go you back to the middle sidetrack. All right, let's not sidetrack. All right, so Frankie's keeping it so PG. <laughs> he's, like, he's he's sober enough where he's like, "Fuck, we're in my basement. My family's still up." Yeah, because yeah. I can get crazy. You Talking about this. pooping on chest. Like, I can't have this in my house. No, none of that. Yeah, none of that. I'm not oh, weird like geez. that. I hope not. That well, was I mean, just, a, that was just a funny scenario when I was four. I think it was like 14. Okay, side of Wawa or something. I don't know. I don't know how we even got there. At least it was but, your own. If it was somebody else's, it'd be really weird. Yeah, but, right. that'd be tough. No, I would definitely want to do someone else's. But whatever. All right, so. uh Back to the military. So, I, yeah, I was a wild kid during high school. Da, 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 da. I knew I was always going to go to the military. So, we, me and one of my best friends, uh, Damien Ortiz, were going to join the military together. Uh, that was a lifetime uh, goal together. He was, uh, he was more like the, I guess you consider like the top dog in the group. But he, um, he ended up committing suicide right after high school, um, which fucked me up and a lot of my friends up. So I was I kind of postponed it for a little bit. I got my own apartment. My parents kicked. I was I was on a wild path after that. So my parents kicked me out of the house. Kind of told me like I need to man up a little bit more. And uh, they seen the transition I was going through, and they were kind of like uh, they kind of just kind of let me figure this out. You yeah. know what I mean? It was it was a tough scenario. What happened? Um, and it was the death of your boy. The, yeah, the my best friend. Yeah. My, it's my first yeah. kid I met when I moved to Jersey from because uh, I was born in uh, California. Uh-huh. So it was my first best friend in Jersey. Yeah. So we were diehards our entire lives. Um, man, that's rough, man. That is yeah, rough. It, it it was. It definitely was. Um, <clears throat> he was a solid dude in life. But after that, I was just like, I don't know. I don't know which way to go. I was kind of confused for a little bit. I got my own spot. My pa- I remember my parents stopping by. I was 19 years old. It was like a year, a little bit, a year after high school. And they stopped by the apartment. They're like, they stopped. All my brothers were there. Everybody was there. They're like, was, kinda, this, the, was this the nudist apartment? No, this wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. I did live in the nudist for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go But, uh, so they stopped by and they, um, they were just checking in on me. They're like, oh, we said you're going to go to the military. Just checking in on you. Make sure everything's good. Because I kind of went my own route for a little bit. Um. So after they did that, it was literally three days later. I signed up to the military, and you're in just like that, boom, just like that. Uh, Sergeant Zastro, I still remember his name. Signed me up, put me in. Uh, uh, what, uh, Marines. Army. No, I tried Army. Ma- no. Oh. funny story. Ready? I tried Marines. Really? Yeah, bro. Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. This is crazy. Marines are a lot stricter than. Wait, than... you couldn't go in because you had. But this is a time of war, though, so right. they're not that strict at that time. They yeah. shouldn't be, at least, right. is what I was told. So I didn't have anything below. I had my recipes one from my mother. Oh, no, no, not even at the time. I didn't have that. I had a cross, Jesus up top, 
Cause I, and then I had the dragon on my arm, and that was it. But because it, it was a little bit below the uh, sleeve line, they're like, ah, oh, we can't get you in. Da da da. Army, wow. yeah, army recruiter overheard it, showed me like an airborne ranger video. I'm like, that's the same shit. I'm like, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so I signed up with him. I immediately went in. I was like, he's like, how fast do you want to get? I was like, immediately. So I guess I turned down a signing bonus. I didn't know that at the time. Everybody's getting like ten thousand dollars signing bonus. Didn't know that. Wow, so that sucks. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Everybody's out. so I was at boot camp. Everybody's like, hey, you didn't get a signing bonus. So I'm like, finish, no. could have finished that tattoo before you went in if you got that bonus. Fuck. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no. Right after that, uh, went in, and let me tell you, when I uh, when I got to infantry, the hundred like just any infantry boot camp was wild to me. I it was a totally reality shock. Uh, I didn't even. What you did, you you didn't expect? Yeah, you could watch happen. all these movies like Full Metal Jacket and all that. Yeah. It's crazy. You watch the movies until you actually live that. That was wild to me, man. My but first day the there, boot camp itself. Or what, yeah, what, bro, what year? Yeah. What year were you in? Was it was it back when? Were you, are you old enough? Or was it back when they could really like get in your face and, and it was like, right, yelling so, was, so loud you got still can, and can't spit no. Not, not according to Rory. Right, ready? Boy, they say it's a watered down military. We got ready. Now, you know? you want to hear a real scenario? Yeah. So right as I was getting out of boot camp, I heard they were come up with these cords called stress cords. You can hand that to a drill instructor. No. Be like. I'm heavily stressed out. No, right now. <laughs> no. Way. We got a ten minute break. <laughs> no swear to God, way. Bro. Swear to God, wow. there's stress cards. No now. fucking way. I don't know if that would be approved in the infantry. Dude, I'm ringing. I'm, I'm reading a book uh, right now, and they're you talking can... about as early as, or yeah, as early as World War One. Eng- English uh, soldiers, if they were cowards, they would line them up and just execute them yeah. right in the field. Because they, they, but they're... yeah, I'm stressed out today. Yeah. <laughs> this is the wow. this is the world we're turning into, but. All right, so it's the same message I said you kind of like, um, kind of like a brainwashing, but you need to do that. You're literally on the front lines fighting. Right. So I turned back to the clocks at that time. I'm like, they had to do that. If they didn't do that, you can't can't tell these kids to go do these raids and do all these crazy stuff if they if they can't even like, yeah, you know what I mean. If they're gonna curl up into a ball, because right. then. They're costing our guys time, effort, money, possibly their lives, right? Because you. Well, do you want to be next to someone that's, that's really stressed out and unsure of himself? Uh, no, and they, there was only one person I started with. I, I'm not going to mention any names, but like froze up in a firefight. Yeah, opposed scary, to that. Dude. Yeah, because not I mean, he's, it's for himself and for you and for your your your. Company, that's the same right? thing about company? like getting in a fight. Like if you're going to get in a fight with your boys, like you want to know yeah. every single one of your boys are going to fucking throw it be out, there man. for you. Yeah. yeah. If not, it's like you never. You never no. gonna take them anywhere. Again no. like that. Mm-mm. You know what I mean. Mm-mm. So you kind of had to on the same aspect. Um, so with that being said, my first, you know, my first day at boot camp, I was like, oh my gosh, this was this is crazy. So we had these big ass duffel bags with locks on the end of them. So they would lock them. They call a bags. They were chucking them off the back of five tons. Like that's where the boot camp, like the, the drone structure got you to your first. This is welcome to boot camp. <laughs> they were chucking them off. People were getting in the he- uh, head with locks and stuff like that, and knocked out everywhere. Drill structures are just swiping people everywhere. Everybody's uh, on the ground. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did I sign up to? Part of part of you, the adrenaline had to be going through the roof. It part, did. I was part of that. I was with it. Be, yeah, yeah. I was with it. Yeah. But uh, just analyzing it from coming from the civilian world to that, I'm like, bro, this is this is uh, insane. It's, it's like. New I'm chapter. Like, yeah, I'm like, all right, well, here. you sign up for this, bro. So Man, the did, fuck up. Did you excel? I mean, you got into Airborne, so you must have excelled uh, at boot camp. Bro, right? heavily. So, yeah. like, boot camp, I kind of... So, this is how I am. I'm an extrovert. 
But when I'm in a different scenario and stuff like that, I kind of analyze the situation, sit back, and I, I'm not out there like that. I kind of just analyze, see what's going on, what drill instructors are doing, what, what kids are doing, what. And then I made my own click in boot camp, which I fucking love. Uh, it it kind of happened throughout life. I would make my own like little clicks throughout life, and I like I love that. Groups you know what I mean? People, groups yeah, of people, groups of great humans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. So all right, so we'll, we'll get a pass the boot camp. So right towards the end, of, well, let me tell you the end of boot camp. So right towards the end of boot camp, um, I got a phone call. Pretty much, it was like two weeks later. Uh, right towards the end of boot camp. So there's a, a field field training exercise. That last two weeks, it's uh, it's how you graduate boot camp. I got a phone call from the, a drill instructor called me down. Got on the phone. It was my mother. She was, uh, I knew she was having kidney issues, but they they told me it was nothing. But it was kidney cancer, and it was ending up like killing her. So I got that phone call. That crushed me. Like wait, literally, wait, your mom is calling you to tell you she has a cancer yeah. diagnosis. Yep. Oh wow. This is when you're at the end of boot camp. Right at the end. Wow. And she was like, she was like, you know what, Jesse, I want you to finish. I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing for our country. Finish and come back and see me. Those are exact words. And that's like that mentally, yeah, that fucked me. Really? That like yeah. I was in a mental state of like I'm still in boot camp. So I had all that stress. And then my mother dying, I'm like, oh bro, this is this that that it was probably the most Hardest thing I've ever had to go through because I was always like kind of like a mama's boy, so it's like you know what I mean. Like with that, and then I heard that, I'm like, ha. But the fact that she was like, just continue. She waited. She literally waited for me. So I finished boot camp. I didn't graduate with my class. I finished uh, everything I needed to do to graduate. And I I think I was supposed to go to Korea after boot camp. That all changed though. So I got to go back home see my mom. Uh, when I seen her, she was she looked like she was ninety years old. Oh, she uh she went from like forties to nineties because cancer just ate that ate her away pretty much. Um, yeah. so and a lot of people don't know this. So my mom was an amputee. She ended up getting she was in a bad motorcycle accident when she was eighteen. Then later on in life, like I think I was like a huh, teenager sometime, she ended up getting amputated, and then she said that was the worst mistake of her life, and then it was. She was just on a bunch of different medications and stuff like that, which I think in, uh, caused the kidney cancer. Yeah. Think about that. All that stuff going through kidney your body. Failing. Yeah, yeah, it could yeah, be. Yeah, who knows what she was There's on back There's a correlation the there. I mean, yep. there definitely yeah. is, yeah. So, uh, and that's why I get my crazy side from, is my mother's side. She was like, always one that wanted to go skydiving. So that was embedded in me ever since a little kid, on the flip side. But, so that happened. I graduated, come back, see her. Uh, she passes away, and then... Uh, I was crushed for a long time. Uh, Pat passes away with you're with her. I'm with her. Okay. Yeah. So okay. she she waited to she waited for me. Yeah. So they say they wait. That's like a thing I've always heard. Like uh, right, yeah, yeah. Like a loved mm-hmm. one will always wait for you. Like if they want to see you before they pass, and that happened. Yeah. Um, which I believe honestly was my guardian angel in life ever since then. So the story gets crazy after this. Um, <laughs> but so I got to see her. I went back to my unit. Uh, back to. Uh, yeah, Fort Benning. Yeah, Fort Benning. So they reassigned me to a different duty station. That's how I ended up in the 101st Airborne. But I had to go to Airborne School there at Fort uh, Benning, Georgia. I did that. I didn't know anybody there. So this is like a... Because uh, oh, now you're not with your unit I'm anymore. I'm not with my unit anymore. Right. So everybody disappeared. Right. Now with my unit, I come now, back. Why, why do they split you up? Does the people you do boot camp with aren't the people you serve with? Was well, it because you took time to spend with your mom? 
Yes, because yes. I took time to spend with my mom, but you're right. They they had us uh, separated, though. Mm. So normally when you finish boot camp, most people go off to the same duty station, in mm. a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was going to go to Korea or something. I didn't end up going to Korea, that's, obviously. That's funny you say that, because my dad graduated boot camp, and that's where he, he went. He went most, to Korea? Most everybody in his infantry platoon, whatever, his, okay. his group, yep. most everybody went to Nam, which is almost like a death sentence, getting sent there. There's 100%. high likelihood you're not going to come home. He somehow, some way, he was also airborne, went to Korea. Okay. So he was in the DMZ in Korea and did his tour over there and saw a little action, but nothing crazy, nothing like the Vietnam guys did. So oh, he, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. It's probably his blessing, yeah. though, in yeah. life. That's probably why he's still here, yeah. honestly, you know? Yeah. My dad went in during Vietnam time, but he went, I think it was the end of Vietnam, I guess. He went to Germany. Went oh, to Germany. shit. Yeah. Well, at least he still went in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like the people that I said that, that were going to sign up with me that didn't go... I think it's probably a blessing, man. He probably just survived. You know what I mean? That it probably meant more in life. There's there's another path for you in life. That's what I try to tell people. Um, so, oh, yeah. So, I went to the, the 101st Airborne, which I fucking, the greatest unit. I swear. I'm not just, I don't, I don't want to just talk it up like it is, but it was, bro. When I went there, so my first sergeant was a part of Black Hawk Down. Really? Yes. Yeah? Wow. First Sergeant Belda. Uh first he's he's uh he's retired now. But he say, was a, a what, do you, what do you mean a part of Black Hawk so, Down? In Somalia yeah, yeah, when the whole yeah, shit yeah. went no, down. No, no, I understand that. Yeah, but you say it's part of it. Most of those guys He was a PFC at the time. Paris. He was he was in another Huey that came in or what what No oh no not, not just, Huey Blackhawk, I meant. So the the only scenario I got from him yeah. I'll tell you. So when I first got to the unit, <clears throat> he calls you in. He's the first kind of almost one of the first people you see. Uh, he called me and he's like, I don't care what these fuckers tell you. Never mention Black Hawk Down. Don't ask me about it. Uh, I've been there, witnessed it. The movie was bullshit. That's what he told me. Mm. And he's like, that's it. So he kind of just left it at that. I'm like, and with a first sergeant like so that. He was sort of legendary because people knew that he Fucking did. legendary, yeah. okay, bro. Okay, okay. And you say, Roger that first sergeant. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> so I did. And then uh, he was the best leader, man. Um, I got there. I met my guys. I met everybody from the unit. Uh, yeah. When you when you're in your new unit though, you get you get like uh you call you consider like a boot or like a cherry. A cherry means like you haven't had your cherry pop. You haven't been overseas. You haven't done this. You haven't yeah. done that. Or you're just a boot. You're just like yeah, same scenario. So I got there, met a bunch of awesome people from all over the world. Um, it was it was a big trade, and and I made my own group there too though, and from NCOs, which you're not. Technically, as a private, you're not not even supposed to be around NCOs like that or anything like that. Um, it's frowned upon. But they did. They would take you in. And that's the type of leaders I like that would take you in, tell you, listen, bro, when it comes to work, you listen to what the fuck I say and anything else. Uh, pretty much, I'm in charge. And you can never question it. But outside of work, we could be friends, man. And that's yeah. what, and that's the type of leadership as long as I like. Mm-hmm. As long as you didn't cross that line, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that and but that's frowned upon in the, in the military. They're, they don't not, even want you to even. They don't even want that. you. Yeah, yeah, they want you to entertain that at all. But uh, I met a bunch of great NCOs like that and uh, officers, which I connected with, and I and I got their rules. And I'm like, all right, you know what? You're right. But so right before we got deployed, so I was only in the unit for like, not even a year, and we got the orders to get deployed again. And then this time, so the first deployment, first push for the 101st was in Mazul. And the second push was going into what they call the Triangle of Death. Uh, Triangle of Death was uh, heavy 
in certain cells operating out of there, and we had to shut them down. That was our uh, cells mean like te- terror cells, terrorist yeah. groups. Yep. So that was our, our main objective out there, and that's what it, we were told. We trained up on it. We said in where and where? Uh, it was southwest of Baghdad, uh, about twenty miles, called Triangle of Death, mm-hmm. um, Muhammadiyah, Yusufiyah, and Yudafiyah. So with that being said, um, half our pretty much half our NCOs got taken out. They got put with what was called a MITS team. So a MITS team was training Iraqi soldiers on how to kind of be soldiers in a sense. And then the other people like, like, uh, so NCOs are like, uh, pretty much like sergeants, lieutenants and like staff sergeants, sergeant first class. So they took out half of it out of our company, alpha wow. company at the 101st Airborne. On patrol, out, not in your base, not... No, they, you they, they put them to a whole different base. Oh. Oh, yes. they went, okay. They, so they, they, they didn't stay okay. with us anymore. They they controlled... Uh, I thought they, you meant took them out. Okay, okay, I got you now. Yep. So they, they got sent somewhere else. They, the enemy didn't kill them. No. no. Okay, okay. They, okay, they, okay, they controlled... Okay. Muhammadi was ours. That was uh, Alpha Company. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Muhammadi, Yusufia, Yudafia. That was over the other, other uh, area of operations. It's called. Okay. okay. Um... So they took him out, and then uh, leadership had to step up. So as a PFC, I was a, I got I was promoted as a team leader, and then when I went overseas, I was a gunner. So that's what it was at first. So I was the first three months. We got deployed. All right, so let me let me retract a little bit. Uh-huh. So we got to Iraq. It was two weeks. We got put in Baghdad, Camp Victory. Uh, it was that was a crazy. When I first got there, I'm like, I didn't know what to expect, but it was it was a huge ass base. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is not bad. I'm like, oh, when we get there, our area operation yet? I'm like, okay. So we got flown in from Blackhawks, middle of the night, uh, to Fab Muhammadiyah, and when we got there. We took fire on the uh, flight in on Blackhawks, landed. It was completely blacked out, and the pilots fl- uh, fly with night vision. I think that's what? fucking crazy what? as fuck. Think about they that. They wear night vision? And that's all they... they so they there's don't no have lights. lights. Oh, wow. There's no lights anywhere. You're fucking... Think about flying like that. Right, right, right. A Blackhawk. Bro, that's how we used but, to roll I mean, all the time. I mean, it's loud. It's a fucking helicopter, right? But you don't see it. Yeah. And they're flying and they're landing like that. Wow. I think that's, that's so gnarly. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that, is, that, is that is wild. It is, bro. And so we took so fire. So you were taking fire and you weren't shooting back. No, no. Nobody said... It was like right before we got landing on our fob. So it was very quick. It was only small arms fire. I was gonna say it's all small arms, and you can see the, you can quick. see the fire flash yep. from the. And they threw muzzles. flares out real quick from um, the helicopter. That's like, like kind of like, uh, and they kind of veered off, and then we didn't take any more fire. Therefore, we didn't have to return fire like that. That's when you throw the flares off. They almost aim for the flares. Yeah, and, you guys and then they, d- they divert real quick. They're yeah, smart yeah. with it, yeah. but I don't even know how they do that. It's crazy. <laughs> so we land there. It's a steel factory. So it looks like straight up out of the Terminator type shit. <laughs> Like a foundry? Oh, bro, I have a night vision on. I'm walking around like, where the fuck Wait, are so we? Wait, so you all wearing have night vision on? Everybody. Dude, that's fucking and, crazy. And we have a whole gear because we're just getting to our base. I'm like, bro, where are we right now? This is crazy. So we get there. It's like the base is only a mile. It's called a FOB, Forward Operation Base. The, the FOB's only like a mile and a half, like I think a mile, mile and a half around. That was it. But, uh... Yeah, this was my first night there. It was just, it was crazy to seeing that. And then I woke up, I was like, oh shit, it's an old steel factory. I didn't even know that. Because they, it's, they limit the information uh, given to us. I would, that's something you never hear of in Iraq. It's famous for oil. I didn't know they had steel factories in the middle of the desert, did you? We, yeah, was, uh, ours was like city and then desert. Okay. So Muhammadiyah was like a city, and then you had like the country <clears throat> land out there too. Okay. 
most action happened in the country land though. Um, all right, so we get there, all that happens. Uh, so it was like a week to two weeks in, we lost our first casualty there, Smith. Smith was a uh, part of my platoon, uh, and he's from Wisconsin. Uh, PFC Benjamin Smith, yep, from Wisconsin. He was our first casualty in. I uh, got hit by a uh, IED, improvised explosive device. Um, first two weeks in, and I was, I, 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 was he in a vehicle or yeah, yeah. he was a gunner. So, Damn. with that being said, I'm like, fuck. This is two weeks in. I'm like, this is crazy. Um, so remember, I told you my first sergeant Belda was a part of Black Hawk Down. Mm-hmm. So we never talked about that ever. Gets there. I wish I could have recorded this. I don't remember it because a lot of emotions going by. But he told the most epic story about Black Hawk Down and like how we need to get back out there right now. And I was thinking in my head like, bro, we just lost like a good friend of mine. Yeah. Like, what do you mean we need to get back? But I get the bigger like after he told the story, I'm like, you know what? You're 100 percent right. We need to get fuck back out there. But everybody at first was thinking like, bro, we should have go back out. Every we just lost our first uh, first one. You know what I mean? Man, that's why he's the leader. Right? Yeah, yeah. You but guys. that was such a epic speech that I didn't expect, and I wish I recorded it. That's man. why he's a leader because yeah. clearly he has the ability to inspire. So 100 yeah. percent, it was the most touching story ever, and I but don't still, remember. Years later, I can still see the passion about it. You know? I do. It's said. something I always remembered in my yeah. life, but I didn't. I can't remember full details of it. It was just like I said, a lot of emotions go by. But after that. Um, pretty much we did our thing out there. Uh, I want to keep it like I got so much shit to say, but I'm trying to keep it like short or. But we did well. Like your mission, you're saying you guys accomplished your missions. We shut down in certain cells out there. We shut down in certain cells throughout Europe. Uh, throughout other countries. Wait, so you you were in Europe, or the no, cells originated there and that went to Europe? So we found out, like, all right, so in, uh, intel, basically. Intel, yeah. yes. Off a of big cache, we found caches like uh, with weapons, bomb making material, laptops, all this. That re- uh, one that was reported to, they were getting stuff from Europe. They were getting stuff from all over the Iran. Troops were coming in. Training Iraqi soldiers on how to kill us. They had videos of that uh, that led to a bunch of stuff we really don't know too much about, but it led to like special forces and Navy SEALs doing raids all throughout uh, Europe and. The, the common public doesn't, you know, people view you guys in different ways. You know, some good, some bad, obviously. True. Um, I, I will always view you guys as heroes. You're doing a job that you were put there to do, but, um, you know, a lot of people. That don't know what you do might view you guys as monsters going to another country and of course. sliding through. But the way Rory described it was most of what they did on patrol and on these sweeps was reactive. You didn't just go out and you weren't, you're not just pulling guns. You responded to fire taken upon you the majority of the time, is the way he'd. Is that what your experience was like? Uh, yes, for the most part it was, but then uh, things changed real quick. So as soon as we started detaining people or people we called on the blacklist, so we do all these raids. So I've done so many raids on Iraq. It's like you at a lot of the clubs in Seaside. You're blacklisted. <laughs> God, I know. <laughs> you are. We'll talk about that later, folks. But, no, but like when you raid, what what is the uh, what's the scenery? What's the atmosphere like? Is it uh, so raids? Like, they, what they, kind of buildings? All right, how so, you raid? You don't need housing like separate houses. I'm obviously it's nothing like 
fucking outside here. No, right? not even close. So Rage would be like, they called us, uh, their term for us were Village Undeed. Village Undeed means shadow soldiers. So we come in at night and we do raids, pretty much for the most part. But every time we did a raid, it would or, or snatch a grab. It's called snatch a grabs raids, or we're doing a terrorist camp raid. There's there's so many different types. I've done them all, and they're all gnarly. They're all crazy. Uh, but I loved it for some crazy reason. That adrenaline rush from it, and I knew we we're going after bad guys, evil, evil people of the world. Like people that like slaughter people and like torture them. I think, and, I think that's another thing that we should have a conversation about. Is my feeling on that is truly there are just some people, a lot of a lot of people here in America, that just do not believe that evil exists. I mean, there's bro, there's, there's been there's what been the fuck? there has been people. There's a woman who thought she could hitchhike through Iraq and be fine and just give love. Wow. She was raped and murdered in like no time. You know what I mean? It was yeah, either bro. Afghanistan or Iraq, but. Like, evil is out there. It exists. It, evil is everywhere in the world. Yeah. And we need to... It, that's why I love what we did as Americans. Because I knew what we were there for. My unit, at least. We are there strictly f- to protect people. Mm-hmm. So there's people that came up to us that were uh, interpreters and stuff like that that lived in Iraq that were afraid to admit that because they would kill the whole family. Uh, they would be slaughtered. What, if they sympathize with, with the U.S.? They would kill their whole families. That what I mean, no, because well, they, they were Christians. Oh, I didn't get to that part. So they were uh, Christians, uh, but Iraqis living there. But they couldn't admit they were Christians. They could not. Yeah, oh, they yeah. were slaughtered the whole family. Wow, wow. And there's been t- there's been times like that. So uh, where I leave off at? See, I never it's, thought that. I never. I I never. I didn't. I thought they were. You, you know, I didn't I think that it was a country of Muslims, which I know, didn't know. It's like Sir- Syrians has have a lot of Christians still. They get yeah. persecuted out there. I think. It's uh, it's a it's a crazy world and like it, it, it's even sad that it comes down to that but that's that's the facts and that's what it was and he uh, and this interpreter was sort of like a ride or die dude but he was a he was a he was a Christian really? he was afraid he was afraid to even say anything to so any, how, how, he couldn't how can you learn about Christianity you can't even have a Bible he, in your no house, he was so he would no but how do you be, learn about it you can't go to church yeah I guess you, not, you, you can't have a Bible internet, I never asked internet. that. Maybe. I never asked that actually, bro. At the time, I didn't. They well, say they say the he fact said that he still prayed all the Muslim uh, prayers. I probably had stuff. to f- yeah. put up a front. Yeah. But uh, they say the internet is actually kind of westernizing all the Arab yeah, countries and everything. They're porn, porn is bringing us together, people. <laughs> porn is going to do it. Porn. I literally got it's a, a petition to get rid of Pornhub on my email today. You. F- are you but kidding me? You, if you sign that, I'll oh quit my. right fucking now. <laughs> I'll fucking quit right now, dude. I'm like, what? The I'm gonna fuck? watch it. They're saying, oh, it's it, it's that's the way to combat sex trafficking because I think Pornhub has sites for something with sex trafficking. I don't know. I've I ever know. heard in my life. Oh God, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't sign. It. I didn't sign it, everybody. That is the dumbest. I don't watch. I don't watch I've porn anymore. He I doesn't watch it. porn anymore. Yeah, he said he makes a uh, lot of claims until he gets drunk. <laughs> he makes a lot of claims. But yeah, that, that is true. Once in a while, he'll come to me and be like, "Bro, I'm, I'm back doing the monk life." And I'm like, "What is the monk life? I'm giving up girls, giving up drinking." <laughs> Maybe a week, two weeks later, we'll go out. He'll he'll Fucking get banged rage. up. Be like, "I'm taking her home." <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> Oh, Alcohol man. changes Jesse into a completely ulterior Sometimes human, does, and I bro. love that and human so yeah. much. <laughs> I love that human. It does it for the good or for the bad. Sometimes I mean, not necessarily. I'm pretty much good to go. I'm not 
a bad person to get drunk with. No, no. I so will. Far, I will. Man, I, I will Saturday wander. I know, right? Yeah, Bro, polar bear plunge was fucking yeah, amazing yeah. with you guys. That was. They yeah, lived, yeah. But he, him, and I came home. You stayed yeah, in yeah, Seaside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did stay yeah. in Seaside. I was like, I was having cheesesteaks. You guys, like, oh, you guys are. You're the single guy. You guys, you need to fucking stay here. And That's I'm like, true. You, guys, you do. You guys said that. I'm like, you know what? You guys are right. I love you guys. We all, we all, we all jumped in a van. We did the Seaside, um, the polar bear plunge for a great cause. We did this last Saturday. Raised a lot of money. Our just our team raised thirty thousand dollars for uh, Special Olympics. Fuck yeah! All told, because it was a huge turnout, two point five million. Yeah, raised, the biggest ever, right? We went. We went a little early to register. We did have a couple shots at the bar, a couple drinks at JR's. Our, our good friend Kevin owns it. Jesse was part of the Polar Bear Plunge. He was there with us. But we pretty much just left right after the plunge. We jumped in a van to take us back home. Jesse jumped in, and we're all looking at him like, bro, what this. Town is packed. Like, what are you doing with us? He immediately jumps back out. So, bro, but tell me you didn't enjoy that the polar bear punch. So I'll never miss time. a year. I'll never miss a year. I grew up in Jersey and you never done. It, I grew right? up in Tom's I River. I never did and it. It's only my second year, dude. And I'm even, like, dude, I'm hooked. I didn't even you know, know what, it was you know what I feel. All right, all right, listen. Camaraderie have, and the good yes, energy. Yes, there. yes, that's exactly such good energy. Now, now like, think, think about this. Like, how many times you've been to Seaside for St. Patty's Day? For July Fourth, yeah. Memorial Day, whatever fights whatever. everywhere, fights this and that, right? But and like, dude, you're it was because we were there for a good cause. Everyone was there. I mean, all right, everyone was there to get drunk and jump in a fucking water. I didn't water. see one but, shoulder bump, and you couldn't but even move. People were there because of the Special Olympics, right. and you could see that. You could feel the camaraderie. You could feel the community, and it, it was fucking cool, man. Yeah, Every, no, no beef, not not even a little zero. Bit. Yeah. I'll never miss a year. It and was, I stayed the whole night. I didn't see one beef at all. Yeah. Not at all. And that was an amazing experience. And I'm glad I experienced it with you guys. I didn't know that existed. Yeah. yeah. And I will do that every year. I'm a lifer. I told him. That's it. I told bro. you. Yeah, for We're sure. both lifers. For sure. <laughs> so, all right. So now you're, you said you do your, your company, right? You call it your oh, yeah. company. You did, yeah. did, so, start, did, did what you had to do in Iraq. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, all right. So, I did over, I say over 250 raids. That's like a. Just a base number. It's well over that. Mm -hmm. I think. Do, do you do you count the doors you kicked in, or do you count the raids you've been on? I don't know. <laughs> so it's way above that. Uh, our, like I said, our job was just shut down a certain cells. We did it, and what? I personally uh, have been blown up seven times in my life. <sighs> seven times. Wow. Some people more than me. My uh, one of my squad leaders was like now, 20, define define, oh, def define that blown blown up. up was like. So my de my definition of blown up is. Uh, Earning your combat, your combat infantry badge type deal. So you have to be within a certain type of meters from it. Okay. I was within five meters of all of my ID explosions. Oh wow. Uh, three were in the gunner turret. Part part of your, correct me if I'm wrong. Part of your being disabled and 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 from the military and and getting the pension and all that is hearing loss, correct? Because you were so close to. Well, what the hearing loss is like, very. Yes, that's not that's one of them, but it's it's mostly the T, uh, TBI, traumatic brain injury. Yeah, yeah, right. They can they can hook up brain mapping tests to your brain now, and discover that's. <laughs> so all right, so I, I had. I feel like you was never that bright to begin with, so you probably <laughs> probably no. I was actually very curve. intelligent. I was, uh, but I'm I did kidding. play stupid a lot in my life. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that's what got me out of a lot of like uh, high school things. I'm not gonna lie. Like the uh, I failed a lot of my tests, placement tests. To get put in a lower track class, for the reason I knew I wasn't going to be a school guy. I didn't <laughs> yeah. want to go to college. Yeah. I didn't want to do work, any of that. You were that. never working for NASA. No, I'm not neither, doing that. Neither was it. Neither was I, brother. I neither, was I I. neither was I. <laughs> so I, I purposely failed those tests for that reason. Um, 
Isn't make, funny how life has a way of working its way out, though? You you were almost destined to end up where you ended up. I mean, it's, it's such an integral part of your life story. I mean, the guy's tattooed head to toe, or similarly tattooed, but his entire back is a remembrance piece to all of his buddies that he lost. I mean, show show the camera your back real quick. It's all, right. so all of his um his how many guys are on your back? There's uh, it's Smith, Waits, Kubik, Alvarez, and Machaca. So there's five. Damn. Okay. Damn. But cool, those are all, he was those are all my close friends though. Those are all like uh, my ride or die people. Right. There's a lot more we lost there, but those are like the people are like you know what I mean. Yeah, my ride or dies. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go, ladies. <laughs> now show them the ab- show them the abs. Come on, you got to show the girls the abs. Come on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Roger wants to see the abs. Yeah. Hey, Roger no, wants Roger. <laughs> Who needs Pornhub when you got Jesse down here? I'll be back in a half hour, guys. I'll be in the bathroom. Half hour? Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy got jokes. Still mad about his ears. Yeah, hey. The good ears, they knew not to fuck with him. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Those are the ears you know, like you look at him like, ah, I'm not going to fuck with him. <laughs> you, but, were, so, you remember the barn? I do. Yeah. I fucking love the. Uh, I mean, so Jesse and I. I mean, we've we've known Frankie a long time, but we were both <laughs> super fans of Frankie. I mean, he was you know he's a he's a bit of a Tom Zerber legend, truly beloved in this town. But he started, and I know I'm off subject here, but we're all friends, so we're just gonna bounce yeah. around. Just yeah. bear with yeah. us. We're gonna bounce all over the place here. We'll get back to Jesse's story. What but we're talking about. <laughs> um, Frankie, I heard this through Jesse actually. Jesse's like, "Yo, Frankie's gonna start teaching like an MMA class at this place called the Barn. It's like this." Legendary barn in Jackson that Steve um, Rivera, Steve Rivera who's, who's obviously a legend in, in the uh, wrestling community, but Frankie Edgar was going to start teaching there, right? And it was going to be like a introductory almost, if you will, MMA class. So Jesse told me about it. I was like, bro, we fucking got to do this, right? We got to do this. So we rolled at the barn for what? Like a whole summer, right? I think we were there about- No, we did almost two years, bro. Were we there two years? It was years? almost- It was only like one or two days a week, but it wasn't a lot, but it, it was- We'd get our asses kicked, but yeah, weekly. no, it was yeah. it was almost two years. Yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. Remember, it was we definitely start, almost we start, two years. Remember, we started well, right in the we middle started of that. In Jackson, and we had to move when when Steve had yes. the issues. Yeah, the property with we had to move. Yeah, yeah. No, we were in no. Jackson, and we moved all the way way out, way Some, out. somewhere in the like middle, Glory's right by the Glory's Deli. Yes, one ninety five. Right by the bad case there and shit. Yes, right by one ninety five. Yeah, and then somewhere in the middle of that, though, I broke a collarbone. So yeah, yeah. But anyway, we 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 roll. It was me, Jesse, and and uh, probably maybe five or six other guys that were friends. Some of your with military and, buddies, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, couple, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd usually I ride out. We'd usually too, ride out together and get a, get all fucking like super pumped up. Like, well, we're gonna fuck. We we all thought we were gonna be fighters. We were all like, oh, we're fucking be the next UFC guys. Oh fuck! We yeah. didn't know shit. We didn't know anything. We could barely fucking shrimp out of a. No, but no, 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 no. You, no, you taught very well. Uh, Steve oh, Rivera you. did fucking awesome yeah, too. The born was man, fucking bro. amazing. Um, but with that being said, Frankie loved put me with him. <laughs> <laughs> that was his pep. Like th- that was his that's thing not go to. That, that's actually not true. Because, <laughs> listen, that's actually listen, not true because listen. it was a very heavy. set. He was the nicest kid ever, but there was a very heavy set kid. Kid was he was big boy. He was. He was a nice. You remember him? He came towards the end. Kid weighed like three hundred pounds, and because I was the big guy, yeah, I would have to fireman carry this guy. Oh yeah, like we'd have to run laps. <laughs> I could be like that. you and whatever his name was. I'd have to pick this kid up over my shoulders and run like laps around. And I was like, 
fucking kill me. Put this kid with somebody else for once. That's Bro, how I felt. You're a fucking giant. You gotta go with the big guy. Nah, but you usually put me and him together because you knew I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so I had my boy, uh, Mike Trinley. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll he, call him out. Mike he, Trinley. He brought a kid that was going to kick my ass one day. That's right. I was like, I fucking hate wrestling fucking Roger. I was like, I don't like to grapple for him. I don't like to sport for him. I like to do nothing like that. And Frankie, you, you loved it. You're like, oh, Jesse, Roger, you guys are together. I'm like, you motherfucker. I hate you. The whole way yeah. home, Jesse you know used why? to complain that my beard would burn him. He'd be like, bro, what? I got burns all over my face. And, and his thigh? Yeah. And his thigh? Yeah. Inner thighs. His inner thighs? Were chafed. They were chafed horribly. <laughs> you did, though. I'm not going to lie. You you destroyed me. And then one time. Your inner thighs, yeah. Really got me pissed the fuck off. Was when we were right against a fucking concrete wall. I'm like, I'm thinking like, oh, he's not going to spear me. You spear me into a concrete wall. I see swords for a second. I'm like, bro, I don't you even get You did get pissed. You got pissed. You got pissed. But I don't even say no when I get pissed. But yeah, no, for a little bit. <laughs> but Mike Trinley, a couple of days later, he's like, oh, I told him that we were doing the whole thing with you. He's like, oh, I want to come train with Frankie, da, da, da. I think I don't want to train with Roger. That was my big thing. I was like, I don't want to train with him. <laughs> He's like, I got him all day. He did, too. I, I warned you about it. I told you all about it. I'm like, yo, Mike, watch you. He's like, I'll bring it. <laughs> I was a little younger, more agile back oh, then. Oh, you brought it, though. You brought it to him so hard. <laughs> and Roger would never tap. We had that, that one, never. The one picture you sent me. Hey, listen. The one picture you sent me, you're like, never. I'm fucking like, you're like, ah, what the fuck? But you, hey, listen, he probably could get me. Truth be told, Mark Lee, friend of Frankie's, goes to most of his fights with him, warms him up, corner guy. He's a fireman, but he's a, he's a good fighter. Great coach, this, hey, Listen, if, if Frankie just said Mark Lee, who's a lot smaller than me, you and Roger go at it. Mark would get me because he's very talented, but... He was trying to show a move, and I think it was a north-south choke. Uh, and yeah. you told Mark Lee to put a north-south on me and get <laughs> and and just put it in. He was showing the class, and I was determined to not tap. I was like, "I'm fuck it, I will not tap." I went out, Light, <laughs> lights, fucking oh, he out. He didn't tap. I, he didn't I tap. Fucking went face on the mat. Next thing I know, everybody's like, "You okay? Yeah, you yeah. okay?" And I'm like, "Why are they asking me if I'm okay? What the fuck? I didn't even know I went out." Uh, yeah, bro, you wouldn't uh, tap. You dude. wouldn't. <laughs> There's no way you weren't having it. Probably nah. if there was some big. Probably I almost broke your arm the one time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. back to the military. Yep. All right. So, yeah. All right. So, I left off like, I did a bunch of raids on Iraq. We shut down on certain cells. Now, uh, now you got said blown up seven times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really get too elaborate mm-hmm. with that. Um, I've been to a couple of firefights too. Where. All right. So, let me get to back to. One time that um, I got blown up, I was uh, I was being a gunner at the time. I was second vehicle, so second vehicle, go, so first vehicle go, always puts the uh, gun to the front. Second vehicle picks right or left. It's whatever way you want to pick that day. Something told me I don't know. It was it was crazy. Something told me to go right side. Pick to go to the right. I mean I don't know what that was. Usually I go left. I don't know what. I like to go left. I don't know. Go left. <laughs> So I went right side. And we're driving down a uh, high, uh, highly IED road, improvised explosive devices. I felt this whole vibe come over me. It 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 was a uh, it's kind of like an electric shock. I try to tell people that took over me, and I felt it. And I was praying at the time because when you're traveling a convoy, you're not your head's not above the gunner turret. You're not scanning yourself. You're sitting down in the, your seat as you're moving. Um, it took over me and. We got hit 
left side. The left side took out a chunk of the upper armor where my head was. So if I was facing the other way, my head would have been gone. That big. Was someone else sitting there? Wait, we, when you, you said got no, hit? I was. Because I was facing so the back side of the Humvee. But you said the left side the right side. You picked the right side. Right side. So you yeah. usually pick the left side. Yeah. Was someone else? Did someone else pick the left no, side? No, only one guy. Can oh, only one guy. Oh. I made, I made oh. the decision myself. But, what, saying, but you're saying, saying you yeah, got yeah. hit not by an IED. You got hit by an RPG because it took out no, a chunk? IED. Oh, under the ground did that? No, it drove? was kind of like a safe charge. Oh, so a safe charge. Okay. What do you mean? There, so safe charges, they started getting slick with it uh, during my time overseas um, where they could shape the charge towards the yeah. Humvee. Yeah. So their problem was with the other times I was getting blown up, uh, Couple times we're on patrol, so we're walking, boom, blown up. It went up straightward and up and out. So, therefore, it wasn't spreading out and killing everybody. Gotcha. And they started getting aware of that. So, one of the ones I was blown up with was uh, Sergeant Colorado. I never forget this moment. It was uh, we were walking to. It's the most crazy moment ever. Probably one of them for me. Other than that one. So we're walking on patrol. Uh, we knew there was a bomb. We felt like there was a bomb in the road, something like that. We were searching for one. Boom, the shit goes off. Bro, Sergeant Cordero. But wait, was, back up, just to back you up. You're searching for one. This guy, uh, at least a guy in the front with a metal detector on foot. How are you searching uh, for one? So we do a, it's called like the, all right. So you know, remember the Mighty Ducks, the Flying V? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Opposite of the Flying V. So it's a flying V in reverse. Okay, yeah. Pretty much. So it's like, you're not going out like that. You're going out like, I mean, uh, not going like, so the flying V is like that. Not the point you're going with the outlet. this way. Because you're looking for the debt wire out there. So Uh, nobody gets blown up on the road. uh, So so you leave the last, the center of the road is the last thing approached by the guy in the center. Exactly. Because you want to find the debt cord. There's obviously a spotter or something out there. The debt cord is always, something will be showing you. Well, usually... Normally, when I was there, yes. Okay. So usually, someone sets it off. It's not even like automatic. Yes. There's someone always uh, in a distance with a uh, remote debt or some type of debt wow. that you could uh, you could spot. At the time I was there, that's oh five to oh six. Mm-hmm. That all changed like during the sure, yeah, years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're spreading out. We're searching. Da da da. I don't know. I had that vibe again. There's always this vibe inside of me. It's like a like a. I can't explain it. I think it was like my mom. Like that's what I think of. That's always what I think of. I always go back to that. She made me religious. I always think of that, and uh, I survived. So felt it. Boom! The shit goes off. It blows straight the fuck up though, and sort of called a rare bro. From me to you, man. On top of that, he was right there. The IED. Boom! Right up. I was right next to him. Oh, it blew him up. No, it, oh, no I thought so. Oh, so. I was just, we were just covered in smoke. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I said, "Call the rail." I was calling him out. Da, 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 da. I see him on the ground, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, bro, he's on the ground." I'm checking him. I'm calling the medic because we always got a doc with us, Doc Edwards. Fucking call him Doc Steely Eyes. He's a fucking man, bro. He never froze up in combat. Always there, always on top of his shit. Fucking love the guy. Uh, so he was right there, checking him out. Nothing, bro. Really? None of us. No, you say nothing, and you're that close. At the very least. Shrapnel the very weapon? least, not shrapnel, but at the very least, you got to be dazed and stunned because the concussion. See, we didn't even think about that. The concussion. We didn't know about has that. To, they say yeah. it sucks the air out yeah, of your lungs yeah, yeah. if you're that close. Right. Your hearing has to go, so you have to be hearing nothing but yeah. just a wing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Rory said that actually. Right. It sucks the air out of your lungs. What does that mean? Like, does it literally take the oxygen away from you? Yeah. If you're that so, close. So, right. so is it like getting hit like 
like hit with a body shot where you're like, uh, yeah, can't breathe, kind of like that, but yeah. throughout your whole body. And right, you're right, right though, but we didn't know what that was. Uh, okay, we didn't know what that feeling yeah. was. So you're considered uninjured almost if you can get up and be mobile. Oh, 100%. Okay. We thought we can, all are injured. Even if you can't hear, if you can't. I couldn't even walk for a couple of days after that. Like my whole equilibrium was off. Right. And there were several times I was out. I don't remember being out. My boy's like, yo, you're probably out, bro. <laughs> but with that being said, I'm like, I couldn't, I couldn't stand still. I, I'm, my whole balance was off. Everything was off, man, for days. And we, nobody knew what that was, though. Yeah. Nobody knew that was a cause of TBI right, right, right. and all this other 05, shit. 05, 06. Yeah, yeah. It was all new. Now, did you ever get like wounds, like, like open wounds from any of your... Surprising? No, man. Wow. That's why I think my blessing was. Yeah. Yeah. So even around like your uncircumcised dick, you could, yeah. you could clean that over there <laughs> oh, probably. No, I, I still got no, I circumcised they, that shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to clean I the wrinkles. Circumcised, but I've seen plenty without. <laughs> you're supposed to clean the wrinkles, right? With like I mean, yeah, they do. They pull back. He says I've helmet, seen it. his helmet's showing. <laughs> I've seen plenty of dudes in the military with well, uncircumcised what, 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 fucking torpedoes. What surprised me about Rory? Uh, his story was that the amount of muck, mire, and water that they trudge through—you you don't think of that when you think it's of disgusting. What well, yeah. in, in the desert? You think desert? You think Bro, you guys are trudging canals? Yeah. And he said most of it was man-made for irrigation purposes, and it was shit in there. And it's uh. it's low, right? It's the low point, so there's a lot of trekking through it to stay, you know, down from cover fire, basically, right? So you. Hey, I'm not going to ask you this question, and I wouldn't ask Rory this, but is this an inappropriate question to ask? Oh, you can ask me anything. I'm I know, but you're my everything. boy, so it's a That's what different. I'm talking about. You're a little, you're a little different, but I, I'm saying, is it inappropriate to ask you is, if you kill someone over in, in, over there? Uh, for the most part, yes. Yeah, so, so people, so. some people don't like that, and it's yeah. like, it's kind of, but everybody mentions that. Everybody. People, that's like a sick fucking so thing. So you think about like know, a right? combat MOS, you probably most likely did some crazy shit. So no, I think that. I think people are just drawn to go to the most extreme. Like how they, they, what, they, what's they the craziest? So what is the most extreme, extreme anybody could possibly do? Right to kill another human being. So yes. that's I think. But it does take a big set of balls to did ask. You ever that hear that question. guy? He was on Rogan's podcast. Um, <laughs> I can't I can't recall his name, but he's talking about he killed the guy with the rock. It was like him. It was either like he was gonna kill. Love Rogan. Why would the rock be over there? Wouldn't he be doing movies? No, stop. No, but he literally, I guess, I was like, like we're out of bullets, hand to hand combat. It was either him or him or the other guy. It reminds me of Saving Private and Ryan, I think he where picked, the guys are yeah, fighting yeah, in the turret, yeah, 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 and they like they they're shooting, and they run out of ammo, and then they go to the knives, right. and then they're hand to hand combat. Well, this guy takes. Yeah. He said he took a rock, and he said he in the guy's face, you could see the guy knew like wow. I'm fucking dead. Yeah, and. Obviously, so know. by any means necessary. Yeah, I mean, at much. that point, him or you, what yeah. are you gonna do? So we're, we're taught that hand to hand combat. It's uh close quarter combat. That's what it's called. I used to actually teach that uh, military combat tactics uh, by Navy CVs and Port Wine Navy, California. I used to teach that with a uh, bunch of like Navy SEALs. Um, I, 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 I remember when you went out there, man. Yeah, 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 you were I, missed. Yeah, I, I hoped you came back, you, and you did. I, we were training together at the time. Uh, really? Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. We you were, were pumped. You were pumped to take that job. I was because yeah. it, it was. It's a good job, bro. You want to yeah. help you wanna out. You're preparing help your buddies. Yeah. You've, you've, you've been through so many raids in life. You could definitely help out the next person that's going to go and experience that. And like, a lot of people like to rush shit. So our biggest thing with raids is slowest, smooth, smoothest, fast. 
Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. I it like is. that. I, I got like you. That. You don't operate that way in Seaside, though, pal. I'll tell you <laughs> that. <laughs> but that's the truth, though. It's I've like, been out with you. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Zero to 100. <laughs> Where's Jesse? Nobody knows. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's the way I operate, and that's the way I want to teach because um, most people like to go bulls to the war. Uh, they like to go into a raid and... You see it all the time, especially teaching it. I'm like, oh my gosh, bro. I was I like that as a fucking newbie. Da da da. I wasn't. I don't think so in my head, because I always I always put that in my head. The slow, smooth, smooth, fast. It's it's the truth. It comes with a lot of things in life, even with skydiving. <laughs> yeah, the same thing. Slow your thought process down, mm-hmm. and we kind of more of a flow state of mind. Well, eh. you, again, we're gonna bounce around a lot because yep. that's how we operate, but. Slow is smooth. Smooth is fast. Is that yep. it? So right. did it, you you had a bad opening on a parachute jump. You said it. Did that play in? Does time slow down? So if you guys don't know what a bad opening is, right? He 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 jumps a lot. I think he's probably creeping up on five hundred jumps or something like that. Close he's to that. Yep. Relatively new. He's only been doing it a few years, but he jumps a lot. And a bad chute opening is when your chute doesn't completely opening. And he has a GoPro video of it. And honestly, I've jumped before. I've only done tandem jumps and. You know, it's a little nerve-wracking to jump. Frankie's jumped as well, but I cannot imagine that happening to you. Does time slow down when that happens? hundred percent. It does, yeah. Every time every time I did a raid, I look back on it, time was in, like, it, it slows down. It 100% slows down, and I thought I was going to be so much more worried than I was when, I mean, maybe I could have fixed a whole malfunction or whatever, but my warning beeper went off. I was set at 2,000 grand. So 2,000 feet, you're supposed to make a decision by that altitude, uh, mm-hmm. whether you're going to chop away or you're going to ch- continue to try to fix it. I was getting out of there. The line twist was so heavy, and I thought I had um, I had, thought I had a line over too. I wasn't sure. So uh, I, made the, I made the right decision in my head. I cut away. But I actually – It's a scary down. video. If you guys – um, shout out your Instagram page. He's uh, Jesse Hole 7 it's on Simple. it's on your Instagram page, yep. right? Yeah. No, it's on yours. Oh, is it on? You're oh. the only one that posted oh, it. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I didn't post it because I didn't want other skydivers. Like, bro, you could have <laughs> fixed that. <laughs> da, 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 da. Put it, uh, yeah. I'll put it right on the spot every fucking time. I don't yeah, care. but I didn't care. He's like, you, you mind if I post it? I'm like, nah, go ahead, post it, bro. I, I, I post care. a lot of videos of Jesse, mostly yeah. when he's drunk because he's hysterical. But <laughs> that video impressed me so much because. You know, obviously he's falling at 100 plus miles an hour. You can't hear, you know, what he's saying or even if he is or, you know, but it just looks so smooth. It looks so effortless. It looks so smooth. I, I mean, you, you, it, it, it's what it looked like on the video. I don't know if it was. No, it was. Uh, you didn't actually, look like you panicked at all. I, so that's the key thing in life, not the panic. Yeah. Even when we do raids and stuff like that, it's like completely focused. It's almost like now everybody talks about this flow state. It's almost that state of mind. Like you're in a, just a flow state. Or you're trusting a higher power or whatever the case may be. I hear, I, I, I hear that a lot. I've heard you use it. Explain that, guys. Flow state. What is that? Well, no. Well, 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 I, had, I had a thought. Somebody just right. said a thought. Like, but that's life or death situations. Like True. you you in a raid and you at, where your fucking shoots uh, tangled up. That's life or death. That shit's slowing down. Like flow state for me is not life or death. You know what I mean? So that's a little different. Flow, like, state, flow, flow state Applies to what though? No, in- flow state is like when you're in the zone. Okay, that's flow state. Okay, I, I mean, I, I, right? Yeah, kind, no, kind of like when you're in the zone, 100% when like, what, like, zone. like for 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 if I was wrestling or fighting, it's like you can't do wrong. Like everything's reacting everything's- right. Every and you're you, and you're 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 not you're reactive, but uh, it's you're not thinking, not thinking. about it. You're just you're it's thinking. just happening. Gotcha. You're not thinking of it. You're in that flow state. It's like a subconscious reaction to everything. You know what? 
Uh, that, that's that? what I get. No, no, you're right, though. So they call that you're shutting down your frontal lobe. So yeah, your frontal lobe, yeah. Or you thought, you know what I mean? Like, that's what they say, at least, right? But when you're fighting, it's the same scenario of these life and death situations. Think about that. Yeah, Someone I mean, because... in a fight, it's normal for you. It's not normal for everybody else, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. not normal. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> People but lock in the, the back, fuck in up. The, in the real back of my mind, I'm not going to die. True. I don't at least... I mean, obviously, boxers do die. I don't think I'm... Maybe yeah, an MMA yeah, guy yeah, one yeah. here or there has died. But really, no one's died, right? But fuck, in, in raids in Iraq, True. how many people died? In fucking skydiving, how many people died? That That's a little more I, real. I, I agree imagine. with you, but it's, it's, it's the same but I get principle, what you're saying. Yeah. It's it's honestly no, it is because I mean for me it's like there's there's dire consequences if I mess up I have a dire consequence maybe it's not death but it could be a broken nose or a loss as you you guys explain that for me for me sitting here who has done neither I didn't serve and I'm not a fighter I understand his explanation of pussy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but you were also a crazy motherfucker that but really got, street yeah, bikes dude, out of yeah. the ass, exactly. bro. Come on, bro. Look at fucking ears, though. <laughs> Come on, man. Look at these things. No, but yeah, seriously. So you shoulder. Fucking, you have probably have more injuries than I had. <laughs> For real. Know, I think I broke like 13 bones in my yeah, life. But yeah. I can see what you're talking about with flow state because it's just you in there. It's uh, you and one other guy. Not, no, honestly. You fall back on you. He's got to rely on a whole other fucking team when he's mm, kicking okay. in the door. How about you? Okay. If he's in a yeah, flow state, yeah. it doesn't matter if a, if a guy doesn't have his six. Yeah, but it does. But it does. For him, for. At least for like what he could Your do. Your whole team needs to be in a vote. Yeah, they state. do, yeah, but, but, they but, he, but he can't yeah. control. He can't control them. Right, if he's in a flow right. state for himself, that's just going to be better it's for him, right. at least. You right. know? True, true. But you, you, I'd imagine you'd have to be in a flow state. You, you know what a flow state is when you're fucking riding a fucking twelve it's, o'clock wheelie or, or you know, zone, the, the, bro. The, but uh, again, maybe. But the crazy thing about you know he's talking about stunt stunning motorcycles, which was a passion of mine. I loved it. I'm too old for it now. But did you're it, a did beast. It, did it for a bunch of years. I was decent at it, but honestly, it never came naturally to me. I worked at that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. There's guys that it just comes natural to, and they're probably in a flow state. I worked hard. I put in a lot of fucking time, a lot of effort. I, you know, and then when guys mastered circle wheelies, that's where I was like, all right, guys are sort yeah. of pa- back when it was the street bike days, and you could get on the parkway and just do a two mile wheelie and throw knack knacks and can cans and you know high chairs and. You know, it was it was back in the engine brake days before it was really the handbrake had been dialed in. I was pretty damn good back then. But then when guys figured out, well, hey, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my license. I'm gonna go to jail. Let me find a little parking lot. That's where the game kind of surpassed me because, you know, handbraking and it was a lot more. Um, the learning curve was a lot harder. I think degree of injury was a lot lower. You weren't gonna you fucking weren't moving as fast. You weren't moving as fast, mm-hmm. but. I think you would have adapted to it. Maybe. Maybe if I put more time in. Bro, you were a beast, bro. I I looked up to you, actually, because I I didn't ride like that. Uh, I could do wheelies, basic indos, stuff like that. But my crew never rode like that. And then I ran into you, literally right after the military. I'm like, bro, this kid kills it. Well, I was I was clearly not in a flow state when I was trying to fucking show off in front of you because I ate shit hard that time. I was doing pretty well up until that happened. No, you do. You were rocking, dude. We were we were from Jackson to Tom's River. You were riding a wheelie, literally. <laughs> he don't stop. <laughs> that was back in the day. I loved it though. I spent so much money on street bikes. Lou knows. I rode all the time with Lou. Lou had a bike as uh, Lou as rides. Long as I did, he rides, bro. It was it was a passion for sure. It just unfortunately there was never really any money to be made at that because it never really hit mainstream. Corporate sponsorships didn't come in for a couple guys, but it was no, mostly underground right. riding. Back when the Star Boys, the Wheelie Boys, I mean, all the old school guys, it never really hit like mainstream arenas. It kind of lacked just a little bit of the appeal of like, you know, like um, 
like Moto X or, or stuff like that. Guys are jumping 40 feet in the air and pulling backflips. True. It's a little more appealing to the eye than a guy, you know, doing a high chair wheelie or something. So it just never quite hit mainstream. If it had, maybe I would have stuck with it, but, you know. I would do shows in Lakeland, Florida. I would go to Lakeland, Florida and do stunt wars. And I was, I was a shitty rider for the guys that were down there. But I would go, and if you won the whole thing, you'd win a thousand bucks. It cost you three grand to get down there and oh, stay. Fuck yeah. you know I mean, so, it's more for the experience. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, all right. When you say you were part of Airborne, that was the name of your. Yep. Now, does that mean was Airborne? I mean, you. You. So, how's your first Airborne? Yeah. Uh, legendary. Yeah, legendary. But what does so, that mean? Does that mean Airborne? You jump out of planes? So yeah, all right. So I did do the whole Airborne route. So hundred first Airborne actually transitioned to an air assault unit. So what an air assault unit is now. When I was talking about Blackhawks and stuff Man. like that, we were pulling out of helicopters. We uh we did a lot of fast roping for training, but that got excluded because a couple of people lost their lives from fast roping on rooftops overseas. So then we started doing explain that because nobody knows what that is. Fast, I'm assuming fast that means is like um, repelling quickly from a helicopter. Yes, right? okay. instead of the helicopter landing down, you, you were, hook your leg and you yeah. Put the I mean, down, you yeah. just grab yeah. onto the rope, grab both the uh, lines yep. of your legs, and just slide down. If anybody watches, nothing. If anybody, nothing was I, I'm not making fun. I'm being serious. If anybody watches CrossFit, that's how when they climb the 40 feet, yep. that's how they get they down. They down. literally fast repel. It's the same idea, concept, right? Pretty much onto like a, onto a rooftop and. Uh, what I was told is a couple of SF guys, special forces guys, lost their lives due to that. So we stopped doing that. And we started uh, landing outside of the, the zone that we're going to raid. So And then hike into it. Yeah, and then right. hike right into it. Mm-hmm. Or pull outer, outer cord. Uh, we pull outer cordons around the uh, area Perimeter. operation. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, uh, and then we push in instead of landing on rooftops, mm-hmm. so, which kind of what we used to do, but we didn't do that anymore. Gotcha. Kind of phase out of gotcha, that. Gotcha. So we went from an airborne unit to an air assault unit. Did you ever skydive in the military? Did they do that in the military? No, it was just uh, airborne school was uh, static line. Static so line. That's so what my dad was, static line, yeah. Yep. So it's all like your shoot opens up right away. Is uh, it to this day in now, the modern military, is it still static line if you're airborne? I think so, bro. It's, no, it's no. kind of dummy proof, right? Like you can't fuck it, it up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Now the static are... line, like I know, like I skydived once twenty fucking years ago, literally twenty years ago now. Yeah, I love crazy. this story, though. Um, <laughs> but Steve uh, Rivera, yeah, okay. yeah. But uh, so, uh, yeah, the static line. Is you at thirty thousand feet when you when you thirty? Uh, no, no, no. But so, don't you jump at thirty thousand feet? You jump whoa, at thirty thousand. Oh, no, 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 no. Freeze 14, to death. Like uh, thirteen five. Oh, thirteen five. Okay, like thirty thousand is like yeah, Mount Everest. Yeah, no, thirty is like how you like commercial airline right, airliner. Right, freeze fly. to death. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Out, yeah. Right, so, Although, although. Didn't that guy back in the seventies that stole all that money? Didn't he jump out at fucking? I heard. Didn't he jump out at like thirty thousand feet? And I they're pretty that. sure he lived. Uh, I can't think I, of his I name, heard about but that. yeah. Uh, can, can I take a piss? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> can man. I, yo, yo? Yeah, yeah go, go, I go, have go. to. I have go to. for it. Go for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> no problem. There's a story, Frankie, about a guy. It's in the seventies. He robbed a bank, I believe. Got on a commercial airliner. And demanded it, I think, if I have the story right, I'm, people are going to jump all over me on YouTube, but demanded it, that it take off and land somewhere. And he knew he was going to get caught right that way. So he had a, he had a fucking parachute. He had this all planned out. And at 30,000 feet or something, he jumps. And to this day, they've still never found all the money. They still never found him. So, you know, a lot of people they thought that he perished, yeah. but they'd find traces of the money. They found it in the beach. They found, like, a bunch of money in a beach somewhere. What do you mean? Like, like he spent it or... They, they don't or know if he buried fucking, some of it because yeah. it was never, like, all found in one combined yeah, thing. Yeah. Or if the backpack opened. They don't know. 
you know, it was a big, huge mystery. There's a documentary about it, I believe. But, um, yeah, nobody would jump at 30,000 feet because you take a real risk right, of right. the oxygen okay, yeah. being I, don't, I, I just don't so know what I thing, yeah. I know you, you pop the pole at 2,000 feet. 30,000 no. feet is roughly the height of I Mount think, Everest. And most people hike Mount Everest with an oxygen pack. Some people do it without, but yeah. So you need oxygen up that high, you know. Yeah, right, right. Well, my I do have a skydiving story. Yeah, I want to hear it. Two thousand year year two thousand. He uh, he's heard it before because I, I told him. Uh, I was seventeen actually. Ah, I know the story. There's a good one. With, tell uh, tell the I went with yeah. Steve Rivera. I'm gonna incriminate his ass. I guess we're past the uh, past, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, statute of limitations. Statute of limitations, yeah. but um. He was only in his twenties, I think, or you know, or late twenties. But uh, Jesse, you want to drink, pal? You want to loosen up? You want to drink? <laughs> I got one. Okay. So I'll make it quick now. Jesse's back. I ended up using a fake ID to go. Oh, yeah. It was my cousin's yeah. idea. I had a fake ID at the time, seventeen. I go and I didn't want to go tandem. All right, I had fucking big balls when I was seventeen. <laughs> Not so much now. And in my mind, I'm like, dude, I don't know this fucking guy. What if he's having a bad day yeah. and he wants to take me with him? So yeah. I thought, let me let me do the class and I'll jump my, by myself. So I did the whole class. It's like a, a six-hour class or four-hour class. Steve's jumping the whole day. We were staying the next day anyway. We are going to stay overnight and stay the next day. So we, we finished the class and I passed all this, the test, you know, did all the, 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 the practices and whatnot. And uh, it was just really windy out. So they were like, listen, you, you can't jump. The only way you could jump is if you want to do a tandem. I'm like, dude, I didn't just sit through fucking six hours of class and jump tandem. Yeah. I was like, I'll wait till tomorrow morning. So you got to wait till tomorrow. Like, I'll wait till tomorrow morning. He's like, all right. So that night I went out with Steve and a bunch of people from the drop zone. Probably some people you know now. Bro, 100%. I could have sworn it was like, Steve's I, a legend. I, I drop I zone. Sworn it was the guys, uh, He's a legend. It. So now I'm 17, but again, I have a fake ID since I'm 21. So I'm at the bar with these guys. We're drinking, <laughs> fucking pounding drinks and whatnot. I'm getting pretty toasty. And uh, all of a sudden, one of the guys is like, all right, let's go. We're going. Come on. We're going to go back. We're going to go back. So like, I'm fucking like, what? What's going on? I, I rushed the car. I'm like, dude, where the fuck is Steve? It's like, we left Steve here. I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, fuck yeah. him. I'll have to get a ride. I'm like, what the fuck? So I end up in the drop zone. I'm in some fucking RV. They're fucking passing a bowl around, right? And fucking, I'll never forget one guy's fucking, they're passing the bowl. And I was like, why drink and drive when you can smoke and fly? And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So but wait, I, there was a there was a point in time where you could just take like a class and jump first yes, jump by yes. yourself. Yeah, you pay money. You can still do that. You still can do that. Really? No, I don't think so. I think you have to go tandem your first time. No, there's still no. there's still oh, yeah. a certain drop zones that were honored. Uh, it's oh, called really? AFF. Wow, yeah. But wow. You're, I'm essentially doing the first step of of the yep. certification. So my cousin has step one of of the certification. Uh, you know no what I mean? Shit. And um, why so don't, why so, don't we do that? We did our first jump together. But anyway, go ahead. So I went. Um, that morning we go to jump and I go out. I'm up in the thing. Yeah. And Steve's on the pl- on the plane with me. And I'm, I'm dude. I'm, like I said, I just was like, yeah, I'm fucking good, man. I was like, I got this. I I had some. Fuck I, yeah. I had such a sense of false confidence. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I jump out. I jump out and like you're, you know, the guy. I have piping on my suit. Right, so the piping they could hold on. So they're holding on to me. They jump out with me, two guys. Yeah. I'm not attached to them though, right? And the guys giving me hand signals. You know, I forget like I forget what they were. <laughs> and the hand signals are stuff I'm supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah, I'll fuck you later. Bro, for real, in though, the back of drop zone. I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> so listen, the hand signal like check your altimeter, check check your fucking rear arch, blah blah. blah. So I'm doing all signals, and all of a sudden Steve comes flying up on me. He has the camera, and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> He's, and I. I totally forgot everything. <laughs> totally forgot everything. Because Steve this, was there. Yeah, because Steve was there. I'm just fucking seeing the camera. I'm just like, yeah, right? Fucking this guy's giving me the pull sign, which like, I'm fucking not even paying attention to him. That's and a major sign. That's probably the yeah. most important sign yeah, you need to know. Yeah, the pull sign. It's the pull <laughs> sign. It's, that's like fucking pull. 
and I'm not even paying attention. He takes my hand, puts it on the thing. It fucking shit opens up. Silence. Right? That, How uh, loud is it? It's, it's so, so loud. It's so violent. And then it so goes to loud, then just the calmest of calms. And then I was like, oh, like, oh thank God. Yeah. But, dude, people don't realize that's not it. You have to fly your fucking parachute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to fly that's your parachute. That's, that's the craziest fall. fucking point, you, bro. That's the hardest part, probably, you, you right? You free fall for less than a minute, right? And then you fly down in your out, Yeah, about for, a minute, right? Yeah. Like, like I think... Several what, minutes. Seven, I mean, eight it depends minutes. on your canopy yeah. size, but yeah, yeah, several minutes, man. So I'm going down, and there's a guy on my uh, like a walkie. Yeah, like a walkie-talkie, mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, "Flare now!" I'm like, "Dude, I'm <laughs> fucking high up. I'm fucking high up." But I, I'm a good, I'm coachable, baby. <laughs> yeah. I listen. So I flared. I'm fucking ten feet in the air. I'm like, oh, <laughs> boom! I did like a Grammy roll. Yeah, a PFL parachute or yeah, PLF, yeah. PLF parachute yeah. landing fall. Yeah. Dude, the guy's like, man, you 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 flared a little early. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm fucking listening to this guy on the mic, bro. What do you want? I, you tell me to flare. I'm flaring. I was supposed to hold the pin, like the 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 cord. I fucking dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy's like reviewing my shit. He's like, well, you know, it didn't go as standard, but you know, you made it. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, you're alive, <laughs> bro. But that's an epic story for your first time, because I awesome. get it. I awesome. get it, because you're there that day. You took the class. You want to fucking jump, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. But I, I want. I did not want. So, I just was. I just wanted to do it myself. Time, first time we ever jumped. Actually, I jumped one. My I, my first jump ever. I proposed to my wife. That worked out great. But anyway, my second <laughs> jump. <laughs> my, my, my second. Where ride, at Scott of Crosskeys? Yeah, Crosskeys. That's Krosky's. my local DZ. But Woo. Jesse had been hitting me up. He was like, "Dude, I, I want to go skydiving." I was like, oh, I, "I've been once. Let's do it again." You know, it was fucking. It was fun. You know, let's go. So there was a closer place and wall that did it. We didn't realize. We just thought he was a total amateur at the time. I was. I'm still an amateur. We that was the first one. We thought every skydive place was the same. They're not. So we go to the place in Wall. We don't call ahead. We don't book it. We don't do it online. Nothing. We just fucking show up. It's you, me, Adam Emmons, right? Yeah. Um, and we get there and we sign up and they, it was a beautiful day. They're like, oh man, we're fucking busy today. We got two planes flying. They got these little Cessnas, like nothing like they got at the drop zone, right? And they're like, we can, we'll get you in, though. We'll get you in at the end of the day. Go get something to eat, you know, and then come back at, like, what, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, I think yeah, they said. Yeah. So we go to the patio bar. We start pounding drinks, start fucking eating some food or whatever. We're all pumped. We're like, yeah, it's going to be crazy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my guy to barrel roll out. We're like, <laughs> we're, like, we're like pumped, right? Adam had never jumped before. <laughs> I'd had, I had one jump, right? So we're getting tuned up. We go back at four. One of the planes is broken. So now they only have one plane. So now we're bumped all the way back and we can't jump. So they're like, come back at eight o'clock tomorrow morning. We'll get you guys in. Kind of like your story. So we're like, all right, fuck it. We're kind of pissed, but we're like, all right, fuck it. You know, Jesse's like, right there, day one. We hadn't even, we hadn't even jumped yet. He's like, bro, we, let's sign up. They do classes here. Let's sign up and become like professional, you know, skydivers. And I'm like, you're getting a little ahead of yourself, bro. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's fucking I'm jump first, that. right? But we're all pumped to jump, the three of us together, right? The next morning we show up, 8 o'clock in the morning. We're fucking super gung-ho. We're not as drunk as we were the night before, but we're super gung-ho. We're first ones on. They they can't fit us all on the fucking plane because it's so why? small. Wow. Why though? Why? It's Roger six four. <laughs> Yo, that's why. <laughs> so somebody has to draw the draw the short straw. Adam volunteers. Adam's no, like, we did rock right. paper scissors. Did bro. we do rock paper scissors? We did rock paper scissors, Adam. Adam's like because it wasn't you. Yeah, you're the big guy. <laughs> I, I couldn't fit basically. So. <laughs> So and I got this little guy on my back. What do you weigh? Like a buck seventy? I'm two hundred and forty yeah. pounds. Like this wait, he has wait, wait. They're you on your so back. Much, yeah, man. Yeah, you, f- you fly. Yeah, they a lot. So they're they're, they're they're nut to your butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know about that. So, <laughs> that's, why, that's why I didn't want to do fucking tandem. <laughs> so I'm with you, I'm with you. first I did it too. first jump over there. He, he, we're in the fucking thing together. We get up 
and they only can go. It's based on aircraft size, right? They could only go to ten thousand feet. Uh, so then you cross squeeze like, bigger, bigger, mm, bigger planes. They go to fourteen thousand, right, right, right? So you get you get an extra four thousand feet if you go to cross keys. And that's a lot, though. You know, yeah. you think about it in reality. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a lot, man. Oh, and you're paying seconds. you're paying the same. You're paying yeah, you the, pay same, the same. Paying the same yep. money. You might as well get the other extra four thousand. So anyway, we we get up there. You know, standard. I don't have to tell you guys. You've jumped, but. Uh, yeah, they, they stick me out of this little... I feel like I'm as big as the plane. They got me hanging out the fucking thing, spotting the landing. Finally, they jumped. It was a cool jump. Adam went up after us. We watched him come down. We got some cool videos. But the seed was planted with this guy. It he was. was like, I'm, I'm going to do this. He tried talking me into doing it. I was like, ah, this is going to be one of these things. He ain't going to fucking do it. He's going to talk about it. Bro, like right there, he just started taking classes. Yeah, Steve Steve was, was heavy into it, man. Steve oh, was Rivera, a legend. Yeah. He had like a thousand jumps, I think. No, nah, like no, but not a lot of people know about Steve Rivera. He was a part of like Monkey Claws, which is a skydive group out of Skydive Crosskeys that were sponsored at the time. Yeah, he they was, were he sick was flyers. Flyers. Yeah, Bert was a part of them, which I found out. I skydived with Bert. Bert's one of his old school buddies, and I found out that they were best friends. Oh, really? And oh, they used to, cool. they were sponsored together. What a small Steve, you, I, you know Steve what said were, too. Like back in the day, you used to be able to. The, the planes were going moving. Boom, boom. He get yeah, bunch man. of jumps. Like now they don't. They can't jump as off. At, Not as, like that. As many times, right? Yeah. Not like that. I mean, you still a little good. more regulations on it. More regulations, but they're still jumping like that. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, we didn't know this world existed when we went. It was more of a tandem factory. It's called where uh, in Wall. The place yeah. is closed now. It's not even open it's anymore. It's not even open anymore. People so. died, right? I think. I don't know if the, I, I, I don't I know what what happened. what happened. That was a busy airport to be jumping at too. There's a lot of planes out of there. True Cro- story. Cross Creek is most Cross Creek is mostly just privately owned and skydivers, right? It's not it's not a commercial airport, is For it? For the most part, it's right 30, 30 minutes outside of Philly. Oh, it sees a lot of commercial. I never see commercial aircraft. It does. There. You, you will. Do you, you really? will see jets flying above okay. sometimes. It's a little sketchy. Anyway, to go back to what you were saying, that you only wanted to jump by yourself. You did not want to be because that guy is responsible for your life. You never know. That happened, bro. There's a story. New Hampshire. I think it was New Hampshire. I, I, I sent you the article, remember? You did. There was a guy, yeah. an instructor, right, that wanted to commit suicide. Sorry. I don't know if he decided it on the way down or what, but he's tandem jump. He's with a dude. They go up. They jump out. He fucking pulls a shoe and then releases himself from the guy. But the guy lived. The guy. The other lived guy did. Because oh, yeah, he yeah. Already... I'd be cool with that. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, part of, <laughs> I don't be part of that. I don't be part of that. But I'm saying, at least he ain't taking me with him. But he had no <laughs> idea. Yeah, he had I'm no idea you. how to like fucking steer it. He made. He lived. He didn't fucking hit power lines or anything. <laughs> but the instruct the instructor. Can you imagine, <laughs> dude? But if you, you if imagine you, being think like, about it, if you if you, you could you could definitely. Kill yourself flying that thing. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, flying yeah. to power lines bro. or something like that. Yeah. Landing in trees wherever. Yeah. yeah. That's the most important port. Yeah. Yeah. But the guy released himself. Can you imagine? Like bro, what 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 are you doing? Are you tight you tightening <laughs> tightening shit? Tightening shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? The guy's gone. I don't know. Like, I don't hey, know. Hey. <laughs> Go back. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know, man. Uh, Listen, but why I'd go feel, out that I'd feel way? good that he didn't he take survived me with him. the other guy, right? One hundred percent. The 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 tandem guy, yeah, not the instructor. Yeah, instructor was a lawn dart. He, he didn't survive. I've heard. I've heard. God. There's been some people on that drop zone that actually their parachute didn't, didn't open up, or maybe only one cell opened up, and they actually fucking lived. Yeah, I mean, there's been plenty of uh, stories like that in my life. Um, I think that's just a miracle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I believe in. Uh, like crystals, I said, I believe in miracles. Crystals, bro. I believe in them. They must have some crystals. Yeah, bro. yeah. <laughs> I, I got my crystal. Desi got a crystal in his pocket right now. And it, <laughs> even though we're in Tom's River, it ain't crystal meth. <laughs> it ain't. I really got a crystal in my pocket. Always. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I do pack. You my have own to shoot. pack your own shoot. Am I so, right? Yeah, that's something like no, Steve. You Steve don't. No, no, you I know, I know. But you no, pay no, for this, packers. I know, but this is something Steve told me. I remember, okay. I remember back in the day that he fucking because he's never had a shoot to fail on. He never had a shoot because he packs Cause it. He packs he's it. systematic. He doesn't rush it. None of that. Let's talk about that. And you and I did on the side a little bit when yours this didn't. Is, this is real yours life. didn't open correctly. It was a partial opening. Correct. Correct. You you packed your own shoot. Do you f- take responsibility for in packing it incorrectly, or, or you think what, it was just what, a chance? What, what do you think happened? No, hundred percent, man. Your fault. So ready? I I started getting better at my pack job. So uh, I went from like twenty five minutes to twenty minutes. A lot of dudes around here saying that you're pretty good at packing shoot. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a good packer. <laughs> Why, you want something? What's up, bro? I'll pack your shoot. <laughs> your shoot? Or, or, yeah. yeah, literally. My poop shoot. Or shit. Right, I don't know what you're saying, but whatever. But no, but. I saw I was 25 to 20. I went down to like 15 minutes. I just, I just saw my boys make fun of me. They're like, bro, you packed so fucking slow. I'm like, I got fucking OCD. I'm alive, I OCD. No, I know, but they're like, you've been fucking jumping for a minute. Pack your shit. I'm like, all right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But I was doing 15 minutes. 15 minutes solid for a pack job. I did that shit in like seven minutes that day. The one I sent you the video of. Mm-hmm. I did it seven minutes just to get on the load. I shouldn't have done it. It, I knew it, but I did it, and I questioned myself the whole time because I had OCD. So I knew I I forgot certain steps, or did I forget certain steps? I was thinking in my head, like <laughs> overthinking. And I'm like, so when I tracked away from the junk. Tra- tracking away is like when you split apart from your partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was getting trained on like how to fly upside down, vertical, head down. Ah, uh, that's cool. Which is like 220 miles an hour. It's fucking gnarly. It's as fast fuck. as you can go, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. It's fucking gnarly. But then I track away. I pitch, that's what means pulling your parachute open. I pitch, instant, I was spinning out of control. Like, instant. You've seen the video. you see the video. Yeah. yeah, you have it on your story. I mean, I mean your uh, yeah. Instagram. So I was spinning out of control. I'm trying to fight it. I'm trying to rip it apart. Doing all the proper procedures on how do you get out of that. I mean, I had a couple experienced skydivers tell me, like, maybe if you wait a little bit longer, but my warning. So my warning altitude, I have it set at 2,000 grand. Is my decision altitude what I'm gonna do at that time? They say you want to pull it no later in 2000, all right? Yeah, but I so I pulled it like th- like 35 to 3,000 feet, and that's when I went in the crazy line twist. And I thought if you look at the video, it looked like a line over from there, and that's what I thought I seen at first. So I'm trying to get out, trying to get out. The thing was not fucking budget anywhere. Yeah, and, and people that, that don't know anything about skydiving, you have to remember, he's not just falling straight line down trying to figure it out. This thing is whipping him. He's whip. He's it's like being on the end of a you know a, crazy a, a rope just getting swung around. You know, and, and I thought I was gonna be so much more freaked out, and I wasn't. I was so honestly calm, man. I was. The training, you think the training helped? All the all the exercise? And I don't know what Personality, it was. training, combination of both? I think it both. was a combination of everything. Yeah. But I thought for my first like pool, I was going to be freaked the fuck out. Because you don't want to do that. That's the last thing you want to do Dude, in that's life. all I can remember. That's thinking. the last. Because, I mean, I don't know. When I did it, this was obviously 20 years ago. You, they say if it comes out fucked up, you got to pull the release and then yep. pull your extra. They're like, make sure you don't pull your extra before you pull your release because we'll get tangled up. I'm like, yo, what? They're fucking right here. They're both on each side of my chest. How the fuck am I going to pull the right one? You know? That's the fucking truth, though. I swear to God, that's the fucking truth. That's crazy because yeah. you're right, though. Because if you pull the wrong one and then go to the other one, you're going to mess yourself up. Right. You're going to... You're gonna, um, Pretty much tangle put, them up, right? Tangle them up together, yeah. in a sense. 
Yeah. So you got to know right left. You got you you got to confidently pull. So right yeah, yeah. left. Okay. So I do that every time before I board the plane. That's my that's my like I always do it. It's called like uh. Your what, 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 would, what would happen if you pulled your reserve first? It would get tangled into your your, your one that's there. I, I, right. Yep. Because it's below it in the pack. They don't no. have better technology though. Like, yeah, all right, like so, why, so, why can't why right, can't there just be? Ready? I, I'm sure there is. No, now, there why, is. why don't they have just one? I pull when I pull the fucking one, it detaches and then pulls the other one automatically. So why? there is. So I got the sky hook in mine. Okay. I have the best of the best. So I bought a vector rig with a sky hook in mine. So pretty much when I what I do is I, when I pull my reserve, the right side, that that acts as my. I don't have to pull the other one. Technically, mm-hmm. I don't have to. I do it because oh, it, it will release your other chute. It will. Okay. So, your so main. I use my main parachute okay. as a release technique to pull out the reserve. Okay. So that's what happened. But I'm just, I'm, I have it embedded in my head. I'm like, all right, I got this. It's chill. Boop, boop. That's what I did. Mm. <laughs> you don't have to do that. And I threw the one, and I lost my fucking handles, <laughs> and that's another no-no. Like, why would you throw your handles? You're supposed to hold on to it? Yeah, you're supposed to. Yeah, like, yeah, I was with you. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> so I'm now like, your, your chute is just free-falling down. How how far away from the drop zone does that thing end up? Okay, so that's, that's another story. Uh, so my boy Kevin that I was on the jump with, he spotted it from a... He was training me how to do head down, because he's a fucking beast. He was training me to fly head down, and like... I, I'm, I'm not that good at it yet. And he's like, bro, I seen your, your parachute. It was 200 meters into the woods this way. And he gave me a direct coordinates of it. And I'm ex-military. So I'm like, all right, well, he plotted it out on the map. Boom. Perfect. Walked right through wow. it. Wow. Perfect. Now you had to climb a tree to get it? Motherfucking perfect. Really? Yeah, but only like 15 feet high. It wasn't bad at oh, all. Shit. But he spotted it. Wow, dude. it's awesome. Have you ever done... um? The uh, I don't know what you call it, but like the skydive, indoor skydive. Oh, I do that. I'm supposed to go to that. Where? Where? Tell him, tell, now let's see how honest Jesse. <laughs> let's see how we'll see how much Jesse had to drink right now. This will be the test. Let's go. Why didn't you go today, Jesse? I was nervous, man. <laughs> he was nervous <laughs> about doing our podcast, so he wanted to prep. Oh yeah, mind you, we've dude. known this guy like 20 oh, years. Yeah. I don't know what there's going to be nervous about. I was. Where, I where, where have you gone? Done that? It's more. What do they call that? What do they call it? wind tunnel? Right? Wind yeah, tunnel? it's yeah. it's uh, it's called I fly. I go to uh, King of Prussia. Yeah, I train at King of Prussia mostly. Is there one in Chelsea Pier in New York? So no, I also go to Paramus, New Jersey. Oh, they really? Open up one there. Really? And Westchester, which uh, they're called the Rome Brothers. So they come out and train people, and they're like, they're the best in the sport, pretty much. Is it the same? It is the same. It feels exactly the same. And you will fuck yourself up in there. I promise you that. And I've seen people get knocked out in there. And I didn't think that was possible. It is. Think about that. So it's, a, it's like a 13... Diameter? Yeah, Th- radius around. 13 foot. Yeah. So you got that around. And the wind speeds are turned up so high. I'm, I'm doing head down right now. So that's like max out wind speeds. Like, so, think- But it's max out wind speeds what you would see in, in, if you jumped out of a plane? Yes. So if you make one wrong move, you out of out of control, right? You're you're smashing. Let's say for like me and Roger, we want to do it. We'd just be belly belly down. Belly flying, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we could fuck out. And it's still, but you you're, people can't like, even do that. It's like you're prepping people right can't now. Even do that. People can't do that. It's like you belly out. He's prepping right now. I, am, I, am. <laughs> I remember, bro. Listen, arch. I know how to arch, bro. I know how to arch. Oh, you're wearing a half shirt right now, brother. But it's true though. It's the arch. Can't let Jesse the only one show us that. It's mid drift. 
<laughs> but it is the Orch, though. It all comes Orch, yeah. That. That's why, like, I knew I'd be good at that because it's fucking wrestling, bro. Orch. It's, it's very tough, though, for other people who are coming into the sport. They're like, I have people all the time, like, how do you do that? I'm like, it, it's taking a lot of time. And I, I cancel my, I, I, I do camps. Because I want to learn. Yeah, I'm still yeah. trying to learn. I'm still and, trying to, and you go to, going to those wind tunnels you go really to Florida helps, though, no? I go to Florida a lot. So, oh, let me tell you the first time I've Listen, been, though. Okay, right, right, I, just want right. to, I have a question. So, like, when you when you skydive, it's like a minute free fall, yes. give or take, right? Yep. How much How much time do you get in a wind tunnel? Or uh, whatever. I know. Well, like, oh, so. Like, what's, like the, a, what's the standard fee or standard <sighs> time and fee? So, Sorry. I try to go... If I'm going all the way King of Prussia, I try to go at least 10 minutes. 10 minutes. And it, you have to set that up prior to going? Not 10 yeah, minutes. Is it 10 minutes straight? Or you go... No, I try to do... Well, 10 minutes straight, but it's like two-minute increments. Because mm-hmm. so I mean, you're about to be dead in 10 minutes fucking flying, right? Yeah, but I'm so tense. I'm such a tense dude. And like, <laughs> You corrected this. You try to correct this. So with uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you're like, bro, quit being so tense. Yeah, you're so you relax. you're trying yeah. to like power shit too much. Yeah, yeah. It's the same principle of skydiving. You want to? I'm trying to. Uh, I'm like, force. yo, my boy Frankie tried to tell me the same thing. He's like, quit being so intense. Yeah. And I'm still trying to work on that. Yeah, hey, <laughs> and we all are. I'm yeah. so tense, bro. I'm so, and I'm exhausted. I'm sweating when I get out of there. Like, why are you? I want to go. Let's go. Let's go. I wanna, we'll how go much together. is it expensive? Listen, expensive. To, to it's like we forty for ten minutes. We, oh, dude, I'm, I'm in, bro. Oh, we I thought need, it was fucking. Don't tell me it's a thousand dollars for an this. hour. So, no, guys, no, no. we've been talking about well, adding power. more content yeah, but if to you get four, our four people, our YouTube yeah, channel. Hundred percent. We got to start making a list of shit we want to do. I also want to do that. I know this is gonna sound fucking weird. Frankie's gonna come out with all kinds of jokes, but I want to do that. Birch, birch, and what is it? The birch and bear. The birch and bear. I don't know. I don't know if a phone will even work in what there. So hot, man. It's, it's a it's a Russian banya. What is sauna? Russian sauna. Hot banya is a sauna. You, you, oh, go in, go. you go in the like two hundred degree sauna, it's dope. right? It's dope. And then let's you go. jump into bro, like an ice really bath. nice facility. They have the yeah. food. The food is. Yeah. is really I want to do that. Too. But I people think, people bring honestly. I, I I've been there. We, people brought bring scotch and shit. But we we need to bring cameras of this shit and like document it so people can see what the experience is like. I don't know how they'll feel about cameras in there. Yeah. Well, maybe we can set up. So I know iFly would be cool about that. They would. They actually love that. Okay. Because that's that's my two hundred and fifty pound ass in that tube. I think uh, it goes. Yeah. I think it's only two fifty. That's yeah. Wow. That's the same limit as skydiving. I had to pay extra to go skydiving <laughs> last time we went. Remember? What do you weigh? Right, so what do you weigh? I'm right? like two fifty on the button right now, but really? I was like two forty eight when you and I right, went. Well, listen, we gotta. Yeah. We'll, we'll cut you down a little yeah, bit. We'll, we'll do go. a little diet. Yes. We'll, we'll cut you down. You, I'll cut you down. We'll let me good. tell you a little story about him. <laughs> I was like, hi. So I, was, I had my best friend's wedding, and his uh, his skydiving thing was the next day. That we're gonna go together. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm like, oh, bro, I'm so hungover. I'm like, I manned up, though. I met him there. We did it. This kid fell 160 miles an hour. That's not a normal On belly. The belly. <laughs> so I, so I'm, I'm not that good of a like. I'm okay as a belly flyer, but I don't know how to fall 160 miles an hour in a belly fly. But I, okay, how does he fall faster than you? It's a fucking Sur- brick. Surface area. No, it no. doesn't matter though. Yes, you so never split. You're talking about terminal velocity, is what you're. Talking I mean, about. I don't know. Do you ever see the fucking the science science project where you take a brick and you take a penny and they fucking fall at the same rate? I get, I get. Well, what I think maybe I think, surface area matters because of the wind. I can well, see I, that. I, I, I can see that. I, but I, if you take a brick and you take a penny, the brick right. weighs fucking ten times more than a penny. True. They're gonna fall the same way. We could do it right now. Well, we could fucking. It, we could do but, this. But we could do this right now. It takes a certain amount of time to reach terminal velocity. Correct. I don't know. And it depends on the angle of your flight. You can fly 250 miles an hour if you. 
point your toes and fucking become a dart, right? Right. So it's surface so, area. Yeah. That's why you. Right. But so but I you, say, I would think you have more surface area than me, so I should be able to fall, fall faster. And there's no? two people though. I don't know why I was with he, him. He could answer that. I don't know. No, but but it still it still doesn't so make sense when he, to me. when he exited, he was also bowled up. So bowled up means you're faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. automatically faster. Well, you you also jumped after me, so yeah, you had so, to play. He and was I was new to this. He was a camera guy. Mm-hmm. First camera jump ever. They let, they let him go camera jump. He had to actually take a class. I had to take a, I had to, to go course to do this for him because you got to get close to the person, right? And he That's did why? he did really well. But I I had a head start on you because I jumped before you by like. But you go head head down to catch him. No, I couldn't. I couldn't oh. do that yet. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm yeah, learning yeah, all yeah, this yeah, to yeah. try to like. After him, I felt I'm kind of embarrassed. I'm not gonna lie. I I couldn't I couldn't keep up. You did was, though. You were right in my face at one point, bro. I, I know, but I got and then, to you, and then you were like drifting went, away. Is this when he was complaining about your beard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, the beard. What the fuck? Bro? I was like, what? But I go to a stand. I'd get to him, and then he would drop further. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't catch him. Wow. But after that, I'm like, I needed to learn. I don't. I never jump with tandems, so I did the whole course in order for me because I had 300 jumps, like a little bit above 300 jumps. So I took a coach rating course to jump with him. So we got we got to tell the funny part of that story too. So, um, <laughs> my good friend April that that moved down here from Maine. She's younger than me, but she lived with me for seven years. Plutonic friends, knew, known her since she was a little kid. She's younger than me. Love but April. Love April to death. But um, she got married. She married this great guy named Mike. She knew that I was going with Jesse, so she said, hey, can Mike come with you guys? I want to buy it for him for his birthday present. So I said, of course. I love Mike. Mike's a good dude. Of course. Why not? So Mike or April signed Mike up online to do the, to, to, to do the tandem jump. Um, Mike's best friend, Jesse, also signed up. So it was like me and Jesse and then Mike and his buddy, Jesse. And we all rode down together. We get down there. You do the safety class, you go in, watch like an hour long video or whatever it is, and you go in, you listen to the guys, whatever, and then you get on a scale. Actually, I might have that backwards. You might do the scale first, but I got on the scale and I was like 248. I was under 250. And I'm thinking, eh, they'll have a little leniency. If you're 252, they don't give a fuck. Bro, if you're 250 and one tenth a pound, you're fucking out. Wow. You're out. Like, I don't know if they'll do let you. Do some wrestling drills. I don't know if they'll let yeah, you. Yeah, start running, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You could probably strip down to like your underwear and see what you're at, but Mike steps on the scale, and mind you, April paid for this. He's already signed. It's already paid for. He steps on the scale and he's like, "What? Two fifty seven? Damn! He's like seven pounds Heavy. over." And he's like, "Ah, no big deal, right?" And they're like, "No, you can't." Is he jump. big like you? Uh, he's a little heavier set than me. Shorter, okay. a little heavier set. Okay. Got a little bit of a belly, but you know, he's not he's not a bag of shit or anything. But um, the the lady is like. Can't jump, and he's like, "Oh, come on, I'm 250." I think he might have even taken his sweatshirt off, and he was like 255. She's like, "No, I'm sorry, man. Insurance purposes, you just we can't let you, you do think it, it, right?" Is it, she's is like, it, "She's like, pr- you can't." She says, "We had a wrestler come here once that was like 258. He literally put a garbage bag over him and ran around the parking lot for like two hours." And he lost eight pounds. And Mike's like, yeah, fuck you. I'm not uh, doing yeah. that. So Mike yeah. was pissed, bro. He it's sat, all water weight. It's all water weight he, anyway. He sat in the back. And watch this jump. And I, Mike is like the most calm, collective, easygoing guy ever. Bro, he didn't say a word the whole ride back. He was because April put in 250 pounds on the computer, and he was like 258. Ah oh, man! So he was heated, boy. He didn't know. He didn't know there yeah. was a weight limit. You know, so it's uh, good to be I'm little. Beyond, it's good I'd to be, be little. Fuck all you big guys. Yeah, yeah, beyond yeah. heated. <laughs> beyond. But he didn't speak. He just wouldn't talk. He wouldn't even talk. These guys are all pumped. It's the first time. Yeah. He's probably hungry. Ah! No. <laughs> no, no, no. 
<laughs> Sorry, Mike. I'm joking. And I, all I remember is I got a I, all I remember is I got a text from April that said, "How the fuck did your fat ass make it on that?" And I was like, you "Fucker." Uh, yeah, two forty eight. What's up, dude? Well, listen, uh, I made sure you <laughs> well, were. You're gonna yeah. die for a couple of days, and we're gonna go do that. Yeah, I'm right. down. I think I'm I, honestly, if I was in my underwear, I'd be under two fifty right now. So well, let's not. I, let's not. Let's I weighed not myself. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you don't look bad in your underwear. You don't look bad in your underwear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. I got we a little, lived together I, for a little bit. I got a little more belly than I used so, to. So, Jazz, what, what gave you the idea to to introduce this to uh, you know combat veterans and stuff? Yes. So, uh, true story. Great question. All right. So, great, yeah, definitely a great question. Um, so, like I said, my my mother. Uh, so yeah, this is. A, let me just introduce this real quick. This is a, I want this to go on the wall. Uh, yeah. I love it, man. I love it when guests bring gifts. Team so that's a fight one. for flight. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but the big, with the American flag. The you know bigger I mean? part of that is the American flag behind it, which is dope. I felt you guys needed that in the room. Yep. Uh, definitely, yeah, definitely, it's a part. I like it. It's a growing. Like I said, this is this just sorted, man. I think it's a great idea. Um, I mean, what was now, your question before that, though? No, what made you? What gave you this idea? You know, obviously oh, you, you okay. became passionate sure. about skydiving. What what made you say, "Hey, I want to take some combat veterans uh, skydiving"? So, okay, so th- this this all revolved around like I would say, Roger, my family, and other close friends. The way it impacted my life, they're like, "Bro, what are you doing? You need to incorporate that some way, somehow." Into like your lifestyle. Can I can I back up and I, and I think this yeah, is yeah, important yeah. to talk about and 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 you you shut this down if you want. This yeah, go, is, for, go for it. But um, I think it's important to talk about because it's such an issue in our in our world today in America today, but especially in the community we you live know, in. Me, today. I'm open to everything. Um, you you battled uh, and I, I and I don't want to talk about where it comes from, but you you yep. had a little bit of a prescription pill issue for a while. Hundred percent. And um, we did a bit of an intervention with you, and and you. Uh, I'm you, glad you brought that up. Actually, you rebounded. I'm to talk about that, bro. You rebounded uh, like I have never seen anybody come back from that and have a better success story than you. And I feel like this is your fucking drug now. I do. I feel like this is your drug. This is my drug. Yeah, I it do. Honestly, is and like I'm fucking. I'm I'm mad I didn't bring that up at first, but yeah, well, but this is a big. But I want I want to know what took you down that road. If you'll get that personal, what, so, yeah, what I will. took you so, down that road? All right, so as soon as it, when I got out of the, all right, not even before I got out of the military. When I was in the military, I was getting, and, and to stop you real quick because I think this may help people. We all know people affected by drugs, and it's it's a real epidemic in our area. Would you agree with that, Frankie? Uh, 100%. Not 100%. not necessarily the drug of choice that most people are on today in this area is not the drug that you were on. You were taking prescription pills. A lot yep. of people in our area are, are addicted nah, to heroin. But, but it, it started. But a drug is a drug. Starts but, with that. It probably started with. And with if you can tell your story, maybe, maybe you can help somebody. So I think that's important. I love important. that. And I yeah. will tell that story. Okay. And it's it's a it's a tough story, bro. Honestly, it is. Um, so, yeah. So, all right. So, that's another story I didn't tell when I was overseas. So, when I was overseas, I tore my meniscus and slight tear of the ACL, uh, chasing down an Iraqi. Which led me to uh, prescription painkillers at the time. So I left a month early from Iraq to come back to the stateside to get uh, surgery on my knee. Which I did. Which is fine. I recovered pretty well from that. It took about six to seven months from there. But then I also had bone on bone on the lower part of my back. So after that, you've had, I, you've had a lot of bone on bone in the lower back. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Try to keep it light, guys. Yeah. Try to keep it light. Go ahead. So ready. So uh, I got 
prescribed oxycodone ever since young. Um, pretty much since my knee surgery, knee injury, all that. Then got out and my lower back had bone and bone. They want to give me knee surgery. Wait, Huge. wait, wait, wait. Back surgery. I mean, uh, sorry, sorry. Back yeah, surgery. Yeah, I, had, okay. I had knee surgery. Yeah, yeah. They want to give me back surgery. You actually talked me out of that. I did because I've had three I, of them. Living, living yeah. with you. Yeah. Uh, I live with you probably two years, I think. Two yeah. to three years. I don't want to go off on that side tangent, but if, if, if you can find another way around it to not have surgery in anything. My, my personal story is back surgery, but do it. But anyway, back to you. Well, I was right, though. So yeah. you kind of let me not to do that. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Let's try not to do this. So I did. Uh, I kept with uh, opiates for a while. Um, I didn't even think it was a problem, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, did, I had no clue it was a problem. I think a lot of people don't be, right? Because they're prescribed to you. So you I think, thought it was just doctors. You think, oh, I'm, how, I'm can a, how can a doctor be wrong? If they're prescribing it to me, it's got to be good for me, right? It's got to be helping me in some way. 100%. That's okay. what I thought, man. Okay. Uh, so I joined the police academy. Mm-hmm. I went into the police academy. Uh, I listed all that. Everything was listed. Guys, listen up, man. This is a this is a heart wrenching story. It, it truly, uh, he was living with me at the time, or had just moved out and moved in with Derek. Just moved out. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah. But uh, it was, it was, ah, man, it was such a. It was it was something he really wanted in his life, but he yeah, wouldn't, so, he wouldn't have the neck to- tattoos he does today if it worked out. So a hundred percent. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I was in the police academy. Uh, I did extremely well in there, actually. I met a lot of great people. I never took it while I was in the police academy. It was only kind of like to go to sleep from the guys. Like I thought my back injury. Like I, it was just something incorporated into my life. Um, so I would say two days. It was two days before graduation. I had family coming in. I had my friends coming in. It was graduation time. From out, from out of state, right? Yeah, from yeah. out of state, bro. It was, it was crazy. So they were supposedly watching someone that I knew that I was connected to. Uh, I ran up my prescription. My doctor's, the VA, closed at 4.30. I didn't get out of the academy till 5.30. So I was like, oh, you know what? I know a friend that has it. Let me go just grab it from him. Did that. <laughs> so I was coming home. Boom. I didn't think anything of it. I was two days from graduation. I was like, you know what? No worries. No need to hide nothing. Like, I I had a I had a prescription for it. And you, you what you mean is you 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 bought some. I stuff bought it. Off yeah, the street from your yep. pal. You're leaving there and you got pulled over. Is what yep. you mean? Okay. A hundred percent. Yep. So I did, and then uh, I didn't hide anything. They're like, can I search your car? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And then they they found it. So they wanted me to do a control buy off my friend to get my job back for become a law enforcement officer. I didn't, I wouldn't do that. That wasn't a part of my character. I couldn't yeah, do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I took the rap for it. I respect it. that. I, I respect no, I took the rap for it because if not, you, and then I remember, so Mike Massonardi, I'm best, I grew up with Dana Massonardi my entire life. Yeah, maybe not mention names there, but I, no, I know. It uh, doesn't I matter did. now, he's retired, but yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter, but but he yeah. came to me, like the yeah. biggest thing he said to me, this is why I'm re- mentioning his name, is it It depends on what type of guy you're going to come out now. Right. Who are you going to become? Right. It doesn't matter what happened now, who are you going to become in life? Correct. What type of person? Correct. And then after that, you guys all came as my intervention. 
So yeah, a little bit of time passed, but a uh, little bit of so, time. So for me, if I, I'm sorry to interrupt your story. Yeah. For me, I've known you a long time. Frankie's known you a long time. I knew you had a problem because you were just acting so off. You you, could tell. you would come into the gym and talk to. You wouldn't work out. You would come into the gym and you'd be real jabber jarry, and you'd talk to me and the boys, and and then you'd leave. And then I would talk to you like the next day and you wouldn't remember coming to the gym. And I'd be like, bro, I saw you yesterday. Like I talked to you yesterday and you'd be like, what, where? I was like, you came to the, bro, you were in the gym, you talked to us. So I knew something was off. And then I started talking to Dell and I started talking to, you know, and we were like, listen, we we love you. We clearly love you. We didn't know, nobody knew what to do, right? So time is passing, time is passing. You're not getting any better. Clearly we knew it was a drug issue. We we decided as a whole, and I and I want to give maybe even Dell the credit for this, if I remember correctly, organized an intervention. Derek. 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 I am yeah. sorry. It was Derek. You are correct. Derek, but yeah. Derek said, we, we have to do an intervention with Jesse. And I, I, what, like 10 of us showed up? Yeah, bro. I think so. It was and a we lot of literally, people. We literally. You even gave well, me a shout out to Frankie. We, you couldn't make it that day, but like you gave me a shout out. We raided, you your, we raided your bedroom, bro. You basically, did. yeah. And, uh, and that uh. was a, so like I said, that was probably the biggest thing that happened to me in my life. And I'm mm. like, I have all my close friends, everybody in the world, and it's like everything was crashing down on my on my face. Mm-hmm. I was just uh, like, I was destroyed. Honestly, uh, can we talk about that day and maybe we can help society here a little bit and fulfill a, a void, a need? I could have ran. I thought about running. No, but that we called. Literally, all of us were on our phones searching for a place to bring you a rehab place. Oh yeah, you and no fucking place would take you. Literally, no. They were like, "Take him to the emergency room." How, like, I mean, being, it was crazy. being, being that, a veteran, can you believe like, you that? Know, there, yeah. there was no one for a veteran to go. No, they were still. Uh, they, so we, uh, Derek took me actually after that day. We, we decided the best thing to do was to everybody, and I'm not taking credit for this because for whatever reason, maybe it was my work schedule. You never actually stayed at my house, but you bounced around yep. to different friends' houses. I know Dell was one, Derek was one, and they just we just hawked him and made sure he could not do drugs. For they were on me. For I don't know how long a period it was, and as far as I know, you got clean. As far I did. As I know, no, no, right? no, no, I did. It was uh, yeah, bro, that was a long road, man. Yeah. Well, listen, I know many people, many, too many, that didn't come back from this. Exactly. So of course, I know bro. a couple that Me did, too. and and you know the yeah. my hats off to you because obviously it's, it's it's an epidemic, and mm-hmm. and like I said, you usually hear you hear the the bad story, yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's good to hear. A good it's good story. to hear a good story. That's why I want to tell that. It's like uh, I'm trying not to get too emotional about it because like yeah, that. But that I think really, I'm not trying to my life, put man. you on the spot or embarrass you in no, any way. I think no. your your story can help somebody. I really no, do. I, and I love that. I would yeah. love to help people because yeah. like. It's it's embarrassing. Yes, you lost your career, but it, like your way is like, uh, it's almost like, hey, Brett Favre fucking got addicted to fucking pain pills because he got an injury. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the same same 100%. thing. It's not like you're out like, ah, I'm, you know, I know I know many people like addicted to pain pills because they were looking to get fucked up. Right, right. I wasn't, but I did grow a taste for it. Yeah, I well, like I mean, it. I'm not gonna lie. You're supposed. To, I mean, that's what it's, that's what it's designed to do. Prescribed <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. After the fact, but it, it also was like. I was like, I don't feel any pain or emotions, mm. which yeah. I love. Well, so that's that coming here. from military, the, the crazy, the I didn't feel any emotions. about that is I've never seen today, Jesse today, not then, a guy more in tune 
with your inner being and your emotions than you Thank are you. now. This guy Thank is into you. some, I don't want to use the word crazy shit because I have the utmost respect for it. I don't do it, so I don't understand it, and I, <laughs> I would like to. Neither is Frankie. <laughs> to tell, no, I mean, I'm into, I'm, in, I'm just not into to crystals. <laughs> you, you just I like the yoga. I like yoga. Yeah. I like the, the I like saunas. There's I'm a down lot with saunas. A lot of yeah. yoga, a <laughs> lot yeah. of meditation, okay. carries yeah. crystals in his pocket, as you can see, and listen, it works for him. It does. He's a deep dude. I get yeah. I, I try to get real deep with life. So my uh, you ain't getting real deep with your girlfriend. So you might as well get <laughs> uh, I did uh, once upon a time, but uh, that's, that's a different story. <laughs> but with that be, <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> fuck you. <laughs> All right. So um, no. So I met my neuro, uh, neuro doctor, which changed my life. You're what was, doctor? A neuro. Neuro. So he changed my life by, he's more holistic. So therefore, most neuro doctors want to just put me on Adderall right. and all these crazy other drugs. Nope. They, that's all they want to put me on. It's another like, uh, that's the age we're li living in, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, all right, so you go from one to another, right? Fuck that. I don't want to do that. So I was like more looking at a holistic type of route. So he put me on the meditation, uh, more of natural remedies, how to heal your brain, things of that nature. And, and that's I, because of the TBI you have? Yeah. yeah. And I don't, honestly, I, so he did a whole brain mapping test to my brain, which got me the full, like that, when, as soon as the doctor seen that, they're like, bro, you, you have issues, in a sense, and the military doctors. Mm -hmm. They didn't know that. So they hooked up brain mapping tests to your brain and find out that certain parts of my brain were operating at 39%. That fucked me, man. Uh, when I tell you that was another like thing that, but I put some, I put crazy stuff into my brain. I'm like, bro, you're operating at 39 percent in certain parts of your brain. That's why you mumble when you, or that's why you slur when you talk sometimes. I'm pretty sure that's Tito's. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely Tito's too. But Tito's, yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll Lunos. be honest. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't tell that you had a. Uh, uh, I, w I couldn't could tell. No. I could not tell. No. 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 I don't know. Not really? at all. Really? I mean, you're, you're very Maybe high. the people I keep are, are not too uh, high level, but, no. <laughs> but I'm saying I couldn't no, tell. never. I actually love that. Thank you. I'm, I rip I'm on you. I'm not bullshitting. I mean, I rip shit. on you, make fun of you when we go out and you have a couple drinks because you become another human being. Oh, that's, that's, that's a fun that's, loving that's, one. But, that's the alcohol. But talking. without alcohol, I would never know, dude. You're a very intellectual guy. You, you, I try to be, though. You're very in tune with your mind and your body. You're my kind of guy. I like the... I don't know how much I believe in that, but Off it's probably, path it's probably because I've never tried it. I should I should try some of these, especially meditation. I really want to try meditation because I, I, I get anxiety so fucking bad. I have a hard time meditating, but I yeah. Um, so that's how my first time meditating. But but I realize I realize like meditating. I'm starting to realize it could be anything. Like when I'm driving, I could right, be meditating. Right, right. 100. You, you, you don't need to be like oh fucking no, Indian style no, no, or whatever. No, no, no. I feel like in the shower, that's one of my best times, bro. That's your best thinking. Yeah. I come with best thoughts oh, in the another, shower. Yeah. Another thing Jesse does, that's, he's into some, well, first of all, I went to Florida with him. When I picked him up, he was meditating, in, I always say in front of a hot fan, but it was infrared infrared lights at like infrared, 5 a.m. Yeah. in the morning. But he brought two full bags of holistic, even holistic shampoo with this <laughs> fucking guy. Like everything is holistic, but you take an incredible amount of vitamins, right? Yeah. Incredible amount. You've never seen anything like it. But it's, takes it's a absurd. cold mushrooms. Takes an ice cold shower yeah, every everything. day, right? Yeah. Fourteen different brands. Chaga, right? 
Lion's Mane, Rishi. Rishi, I, I, I'm gonna start doing. I gotta start doing. Bro, there's so upstairs. many different. There's 14 Does different. Does it help blends. you? You think it helps you? Um, I want to say yes. <laughs> you want to say yes, <laughs> but I take so many different supplements. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like, my problem. Like I have a bad. Like you know, I've 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 done a lot of different stuff, and I just like, eh. I always feel. Okay. I'm the same exact way you. But are. I feel you always feel the like a beast. Exact same way. You, you guys are. both feel the same. I'm the exact same way as you. I, I know. take such a hard people, time. People like, are like work, that I'm made like, yeah. such a difference in my life, and I'm like, I gotta fucking try that shit, and I try it, and I I don't just try it once. You know, my uh, my <laughs> friend Amy, Amy, you know, yeah, she's, yeah, extremely oh, she's so holistic, holistic, and she swears she never gets sick. She's like, she, I haven't been sick in 15 years. I take colloidal silver. I put garlic oh, in my ears. Yeah, I, yeah. I and I'll I, tell you. I try that shit, and it, I don't see a I'll fucking rat. I, I had, I had an ear infection before I was going to Korea, actually, and I dripped garlic in my ear, and it fucking healed it. Really? I swear, it's it not did. that I don't yeah. believe. It's just my personal experience. Yeah. I haven't. You know, but I think the problem is, is I wait till I get real sick and do it, and then it's and too then late. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you wait until yeah, last yeah. minute, and then like, oh, it's yeah, not working. Yeah, right, right. I'm right. already sick as fuck. But the problem is, she's got like a refrigerator full of shit. As soon as she feels it coming on, I gotta call Amy and be like, "Can you leave shit on your porch?" And then like two days has passed, and then I'm, you know, was incubated and I'm sick as shit, and I start taking it. You know, so I, I was about to hit up Amy, be like, "Yo, can you clean my ears?" Yeah. No, for real, because. Yeah. I do the uh, hot water in the ears, yeah. and sometimes I have the doctors clean them out. But I need uh, you do. Um, do you see those wax things? They ever yeah, see those things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I, pull, I never uh, use it either. I don't know. I, it, I, have, I have. You you drip it in and then you pull it out. And it pulls I don't know. I think no. You get, no. I think you put this thing in your. I could be wrong. The wax you put candles? this thing in your ear. You put it like this, and then you light it. Oh right. Yes. yes. Wax the, heat, the heat pulls it out. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I don't yeah. know how much that works. But you you, take, you take it. an ice cold shower every day. Every right? day, bro. So I'm. Well, a, you start out with ice cold shower in the morning. Yeah. Every bro. day. I was trying to introduce you to this. Yeah, I know. I you so been telling uh, about this and the guy. I have a couple people have been telling me about it. What, William Wim Hof. Wim Hof. Yeah. bro. He's a, he's like uh, I don't know, man. That's the guy that walks around everywhere barefoot. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking ice man. They call him yeah. the ice man. Ice man. Because yeah. he is an ice man. He can fucking climb. I'll do some of his breathing techniques when I when I have to do something cold like just the one where you like. You breathe in, and you, when you breathe in, you take a deep breath in, you only let out 15%. And then yep. take another deep breath in, only let out 15%. Bro, I do that when I do cryotherapy sometimes. How I don't feel? Bro, I'm sweating when I'm doing cryotherapy. Yeah, bro. yeah it you is. Know? Like, it's my armpits will sweat why, while I'm doing Why is that? I, I don't know. Maybe you, control, I, you, you have you have, you have so much extra oxygen, I think, in your in yes. your, in your blood, and it, it elevates your... Your body core temperature, but I don't know. Is that even fucking smart to do? I'm mean, paying to use cryotherapy, and I'm I'm making my uh, core temperature yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, but no. You, I saw you ready. So a disease or cancer, or anything cannot live in an oxygenated body. So when you oxygenate, oxygenated, isn't it? No, really? actually, you're actually. You know what? I'm gonna tell you this. It's not oxygenated. Uh, it's um, isn't it a pH? Isn't it a pH? Uh, uh, but I know this. I know oxygen is what we need to survive, right. but yeah, oxygen also kills our cells. By doing the deep breathing, so when you release, I don't know about deep breathing. Just oxygen deteriorates cells. That's what oxygen does really? to cells. Yeah. So I was what I was taught was that when you do the deep breathing, you oxygenate your body. Then we release it all at the end when you hold your breath for the two to three minutes of with the Wim Hof method. What? How do you uh, hold uh, your breath for two to three minutes? Oh, this is, oh, this is part of Wim Hof method. Yeah, I, I haven't got that all far. Right, I guess. So ready. So it's like the deep breathing that you're talking about, abdomen breathing, right? An overly alkaline body. Listen, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm explaining it real quick and very simple. It's just uh, deep breathing for 30 to 45 inhalations through your abdomen, though. <sighs> like, uh, <sighs> at the uh, end. What, what is that called? In, uh, I just started getting a little hard. Yeah, at the end, <laughs> you release it all, you hold it 
for two to three minutes, I could do that. All right. So wait, you could hold your breath for two to three minutes? Two solid. Oh, I get man. two and a half. And I've seen Ricardo, Ricardo Almeida. Yeah. You know who he is, right? Yeah. Of course. Five minutes underwater See? in Abu Dhabi. See? Really? Five minutes. Yeah. When I when I fought so for the title in Abu Dhabi, we were there. He did, he did like. He did the one Isn't day, three minutes, of that about four minutes, five minutes. Yeah, he did five fucking minutes. Wow. I'm not joking. I was like, holy shit. Bro, I didn't think I could do three. I did three once. I used to trick my friends when I was in high school. I used to do it in a hot tub and be like, watch. Watch how long I hold my breath. But you can put your, your mouth around the little fucking bubble holes and you can breathe air. Stop I'd stay it. under there for like 10 minutes. And they'd be like, they'd pull me up like, bro, you dead. I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. yeah, you I do that? Do I used to do it in high school all the time. I'd be like, watch this. You were this. sucking through the oxygen yeah. hole. He was sucking all right. Here we go. Here we go. sucking all right. All right. So a staple, a staple on our show, right, with most of our guests, almost, almost all, has been talking about how they lost their virginity. I don't want to hear that from you yet. You know the story I want you to talk about? What's that? Because he's such an interesting dude with some of the shit he does. Talk about, and I'm going to phrase this wrong, but internalizing your orgasm, oh, whatever you call it. Jesse, Jesse can internalize I his orgasm. <laughs> Oh I didn't even know what he I think meant. You, I'm you, like, have, you have to stop watching porn. I was it, like, though. what? You're coming inside of yourself when <laughs> you first told oh, me that's that. That's what the guy talked well, I, about. I've heard of it. Like right. tantric. A tantric orgasm? Isn't that what it is? So it's, uh, who's the guy's name? Uh, Ron Jeremy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I probably Maybe could. Ron Jeremy? No, wouldn't it? <laughs> the hedgehog. It's, uh, <laughs> shit, what is his name? Dr. Manchua or something like that. Uh. Dr. Kevorkian? Because <laughs> Jesse, Jesse will go on these stints. He really will. He, he calls it living the monk life. Where he'll, he'll if, you know, if, he doesn't, if he doesn't have a girlfriend, he'll swear off women for a while. So then he learns these crazy, weird techniques. And he's like, probably learn how to internalize my orgasm. We were I on did. a road trip. So I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like how? Talk that, about that, it. Like, like, like with you a gosh, woman so ready, or, or a manual orgasm? Gosh, so I, ready. I thought this whole thing was false. <laughs> I did. Dr. Manchia. I, th- I want to say that's what his name is. He was on uh, the guy who owns Quest Boards. I watched Impact Theory. Impact Theory is a uh, very. Uh, it just gives information about the what you kind of different ways to learn about the world uh, from health, wealth, fitness to every aspects of life. So, Doctor Man, I think it was Manchia. I want to say that. And I'm, I'm sorry if I'm miscorrecting it. No, but, um, <laughs> but he teaches how to internalize your orgasm. <laughs> no, I've it's heard so of this. Weird like, to I, talk I know, about. Isn't this like tantric or Kama Sutra? Isn't yeah. that that shit? Right? Am I right or yeah, no? Yeah, but Am you I could like, yeah, that's what he's saying. It's like the Taoist. So, like, there. so, like, you don't physically nut. You don't, and it's but, uh, but it's not but, 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 sensation right, so. of Nutting. having an orgasm, but, but there's no actual your, fluid. It goes to your fucking head. Okay, so how do you cranium? How do you? For those people yeah. at home that want to have an internal orgasm, I've done it. How do you do I've done it? it? I know. I, I didn't think. I, it was I know possible. that you have, pal. How do you do it? All right. So I didn't think it was possible. I thought it's all bullshit. Like no way you could do that. This is crazy. Listen, I want to know how to do this. This is craziness. <laughs> I'll I save know. socks like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> those little ankle socks. Yeah. Li- his kids' ankle socks. Stop. I it. use a knee high. Yeah. <laughs> I use a knee high. Huh? All right. All right. You know, one upper. <laughs> nah, but uh, all right. So truthfully. Um, I didn't do it. I wasn't successful at first, honestly. <laughs> he was a mess. <laughs> Literally. It was, it was jizz everywhere. <laughs> it was, though. <laughs> so, but no, after a couple of tries, I, fu- 
finally, uh, he was like, it's more the breathing <laughs> technique. It's more of when you're about to go, just just do it like a like a slow, hard breathe in, and just trying to internalize it up to your cranium to like your pineal gland area. So those that don't know, your pineal gland is that's your spiritual gland in your brain, third eye. Yeah, yeah, you guys know. Oh, you know that? Ah, come on, bro. Bro, not a lot of people know that. Don't don't, don't say come on, bro, because like I try to tell people that they're like, "What? What's your third eye? Oh, mm. uh, you use fluoride in your por- uh, toothpaste?" I'm old school. <laughs> I'm gonna use. I'm, so- I'm like, yeah, I use no fluoride in my toothpaste, <laughs> and they're like, "Why?" I'm like, "Cause of my third eye." They're like, "What's your third eye?" And then you like you said third eye, like it was like okay. I mean, I know, I know things. I know these <laughs> things. <laughs> you do know things. Uh, so that being said. I failed many times. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? I can't even do this shit. One time I got it, I felt the fucking power. I'm like, woo! <laughs> that was crazy. I'm like, Dude, yo, nothing came out. It literally I'm like, feels like you're having an orgasm. Literally. Yeah, yeah, I felt like I had an orgasm. Went to my fucking brain. I said, woo! In my head. <laughs> I just say it outside. I literally just said woo in my head. I'm like, like not, toes, not, cur- okay, like okay. toes are curling. You know, like, yes, like, like an orgasm. Yes, really. almost like toes are curling. Yes, exactly now, like that. You guys now. use your fucking third eye. I'll use my girl's brown, <laughs> brown yeah. eye. So now, now, have you tried this with a chick? No, I don't. Think Why you would do you try it with, it with a chick? There's no point. Yeah, so that that. wasn't me watching mean? porn either. What do you mean? What, you, what, hey, babe, watch this. Yeah, oh, no, oh, I'm oh. just saying. You're, I'm saying you don't like. Listen, you, instead of pulling out, so you fucking pull in. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I don't think agreed. But if your chick's with it, though, I don't. Your chick's got to be with it. What do you mean? Why she wants to see the good? The no, good? No, no, no. She got to be with it. Like, okay, I get, I get where you're going with this. But it doesn't allow you to. Most chicks want to see you orgasm to be like, right, right, like I mission accomplished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, don't they say like? Again, the tantric. It's like you could, like, you, your orgasm uh, lasts could do, uh, last much longer. Listen, too, listen, way, listen to me. Frankie, Frank, listen to me. Yeah. Tonight, Renee usually goes to bed. We're going to go upstairs. She's in bed. Kids are in bed. Just go sit in the corner Stop in a chair. And try to do this <laughs> by myself. <laughs> just, just, just Renee wakes up, kind of looks at you in the corner. You just have like a spotlight on you. Yeah, but Renee's spiritual. Your, your She'll get this. To internalize She'll get it. it. She'll be like, I already know all about this. Uh, yeah, it's so I feel like school. she'll call the cops, but anyway. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I just think she'll she'll just know. She's about crystal. Veins popping I'm out internalize. Like, I, I, honestly, I'm not gonna lie because I've heard about this and I definitely tried and uh, never nowhere near. Wait, you actually work, tried man. it, bro? You oh, tried? You it? I've tried to that. keep it in, but it always comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I thought that was the big payoff. Like I don't get it. I don't know. I don't Yo, know. The big payoff was honestly when I didn't. Really? I didn't, I didn't realize that. I'm like, I thought the whole thing was bullshit. Bro, it probably took me almost 20 tries. I'm not going to 20? Lie. That's not a lot. Holy you got a shit. Lo- I feel like that's tries. a lot. I feel like that's you a lot. You guys got that's a lot of time on your hands. No. It it uh no Some, it does not happen every time. Well, it, do you try to make it happen every time? It doesn't happen. You can honestly look me in the eye and tell me that that is as fulfilling as smashing a beautiful girl. What do you no. mean? Wait, 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 wait. Why can't you do this with a girl? I'm not going to do this by well, myself. Well, if I had a I girl did it by there. Myself. I did it by you myself. want a nut on him? No. Like why? Why do you want a nut on him? Cuz if a, you could still feel the nut, the if, pa- the, if, the the the, the because pleasure it, of the nut because the party is not needed. If I could do that, which I'm pretty sure I can't, I would go home tonight with nobody there and just fucking sit in a fucking beanbag and be like, Argh! no, you know it's not like so you ready, fucking. Oh, it's not like you don't you don't fucking manually fucking make yourself go. I didn't say anything. You, about you, you can't just sit there and be like, oh, you, know, you got to fucking do something <laughs> yeah. to make it make it happen. I didn't say do, breathe. I'll sit in a fucking beanbag. And be, 
<laughs> and dumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm about? saying, you're asking. You're the weirdo. You're like, how if, am I asking if, the if I'm with a girl, why wouldn't you no. want to learn how to do this? Because she has a vagina. You, you what are you talking about? You, it's not. It's the coming. It's not the fucking. I'm going to fuck. I'm going to nut. I'm just not going to come. That's what he's talking about. Yeah, but am I, I right? Get, am I, I, am I not? No, I'm definitely I, right. You may, I just I don't have a girlfriend for that long, so therefore Frankie I, may need to see I a psychologist. No, am I am I not? Explaining? You're, you're you. fucking absolutely I insane. Crazy. What am I insane? What are you talking what, about? Because if there's a girl present, there's I no need to do that. Girl, no though. need to do what? To internalize your why not? Why what do you not mean? Why can't you? Why can't you have sex? If she while you're having sex, you're you're, you're, I'm, I'm, you're fucking okay. I'm, I'm, I'm like because I'm I would emotions. think I'm that the, I would, right I would think. Can okay, listen? That listen. this is a solo activity. I would think. No, no, listen. no. Okay, listen. no, no. It, but it's the end. Time. It's okay. the end. The solo activity is yes. This is the solo part. But the like the solo part ends with him either nothing. Okay, or I, him internalizing. I'll explain to you why. Because if I'm in the middle of doing that. I'm not in my head going to be like, okay, let me now not actually. Now I'm in the. But I'm saying, if you have that power. I don't okay. have that power. I'm saying, sure. Jesse, you I have know. that power. Listen I don't me, have listen that me. power. Listen to me, Jesse has that power to fucking internalize it while he's doing it himself. Why can't he do it when he's with a chick? Well, uh, I haven't mastered that part yet, though. I don't, that's what I'm saying. I can't hey, that's, the, that's the next I level. Know, I know, That's Jesse. the fucking next level. That's, that's the next There's level. There's no way you're bringing a girl home and oh, your balls I'd be like, I'd be like, and you're going to be like, uh, watch this, baby. I'd be like, where is it? Nothing's going to come out. It's nothing there. It's magic. I made it disappear. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's faking an orgasm. I've actually done that. Have you? you I have. One? Yeah, because I just wasn't into it and I wanted done. Wow, dude, you want to know what? Yeah, I've, I've done never that. Done I fucking that. did too. Did I just have too. I haven't been I that into too, it. Bro. They didn't That's do it serious. for me. Oh man, in college with some. And I, I was just, just like, like oh, 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 and I was like, oh baby, you're fucking amazing. Never talk to her again. I did too. No, I I just acted like I busted him up. I heard one of my boys tell me to spit on the back, like just to pretend like I did it. Not a bad idea. Spit on the back, yeah. Like, oh, I did it. Yeah, but the girl, like I internalized it. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say from now on. Now that I know this, but I feel like the girl's gonna hear you spit. I'm gonna be like, she's gonna be like, you came. Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. My 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 cock fucking makes a spit noise when I come. Yeah, but I definitely faked it. You want to hear a weird fact about me? Yeah. So in the morning, let's go. Let's go. How much weird can we get? Let's get number ten for the night, right? In the morning, if I get really horny, I will start sneezing out of nowhere. What? Yo, yo, yo! On my on on my life, I do the same thing. What? I swear to God. How long you guys live together? How long you guys live together? If I, I think it might be something in the water. If I even start looking at Pornhub, I start sneezing, bro. bro. Only in the morning. I think it's the breathing. It's the breathing. Only the no. Only in the morning though. No, any time of day. No, he's, mine's in the he's, morning. He's, he's stroking his shit. Ah, chew. Ah, chew. I've had, I've had my, I've had my ex. Snot like, come everywhere. Why you sneezing everywhere? I'm like, it's a snot rag. I swear, it's a snot rag. Why is that? Why is that? I don't know. I sneeze all the time. No, mine's in the morning. Mine's in the morning. It's like a dead giveaway. Like when I was married. I'd be like, turn the shower on, be like, "Hot you, hot you, hot you." James like, you jerk it off again. I'm like, uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, is that weird? Just yeah. It's I weird swear, I, it's got to be. You never the, have. It's got to no. be the breathing. No, no. Because no. you breathe differently when you're like, you know, you're like. I fucking guess, bro. I yeah. guess I don't know what it is, but like, yeah, I sneeze. I sneeze like a bat. It's so weird. Like, you I thought I literally <laughs> thought I was the only one. I, I tried to sneeze on him because I want both snots on their back. Oh no, not when I'm having sex before. No. 
right before. Yeah, I yeah. get so worked yeah, up. Yeah. I, I think about it in my head. Yeah, I start. I'm like, oh, I'm about like, to have sex. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, it's the breathing. It has to be the breathing pattern. It has to be. Because I, I do the so. same thing, and I never heard anybody ever say that before. I'll just admit everything. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah, I see that. Hey, it's all right. It's like, You're uh, on the right show. You're on the right show. You're on the right show, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> well. Yeah, I don't know. I Listen. Thought, I thought this was a fucking fun-ass show today. You can Jesse. come on anytime you want, yeah, brother. You're, you're going to yeah. be a resident on the uh, Champ and a yeah, Champ. Yeah. I fucking love it, bro. I put you guys out there all the time, man. You guys best, are doing bro. great you're things best, in life. Jesse's bro. actually, no, I, you're doing, you're honestly, like, you know, you're such a positive energy. Like, uh, just yeah. this Thank weekend, you. Saturday, uh, you know, have, you. like I thought mm-hmm. we're a good little little tandem. Yeah. I guess we're gonna do call. it every year, same team and, every year. Um, yeah, man, I, I I like having your company around, man. And, bro, you guys and, are awesome. And it's though. cool you're doing good stuff with uh, with the veterans. And keep so much more of that. Uh, I, I got to get skydiving. You guys are coming know, out this man. year, though. This year, so this is my well, at least we're going to do We're going to do the wind tunnel. Let's so do the ready? wind tunnel. Let me, let me give me my game plan for the summer. He though. just wants to see me get fucked up in the wind tunnel. I know. <laughs> you might, though. I you probably might, will. Because I, I might. Probably will. <laughs> we're going to have to but cut you But I want you, I told Jamie this, too. So you, Frankie, and Jamie, come in with me. Eat clean, bro. Going to be out there. Skydive cross skis. We'll do the whole thing. We'll honor some veterans out there. They get to meet you guys. Cause That'd there's, be cool. There's a lot I of veterans that, that look up to you guys. I don't know if you guys know that. There's so many people that reach I out to me. I don't know why, honestly. No, no they do. Frankie, you, I ah. can say I'm a, I'm a fucking Jersey. Bro, I look up to you because you're 6'4", bro. <laughs> yeah, well, ah, yeah, Ain't man, nobody looking up to Frankie. I, no, say, no. I say 6'5 all the time. He's like, bro, I'm 6'4". I'm like, all right, bro, chill. The hair. Yeah, the hair is fucking 6'4". All right, 6'5 with the hair. All right, shit. But no, a lot of people look up to you guys. A lot of people respect you guys. You guys are big. I'll make you a deal. I'll make you a deal. What's that? We'll jump. We'll go. Yep. We'll spend the day. We, we, we're we proud supporters of our military vets. So what's if that? we all, on the way down, we all internalize our orgasms on the jump down. <laughs> Bro, if you can. <laughs> I can. I don't know if you, you can. You fucking you played you can. the car. Car with a bunch of sneezing going on. <laughs> 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 Yo, what's Frankie and Jesse doing? Uh, uh, oh, you mean Roger and Jesse? Oh, they're sneezing. Frankie's not doing shit. <laughs> He's like, I'll do this shit. And you had that half shirt thing going. I almost started sneezing. And drove. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, but nah, for real. But like, uh, I told Jamie that I want all you guys down there. There's a lot of people that look up to you. Um, That'd be cool, man. Definitely. It's kind you're, of cool. Uh, Eat clean, bro. I don't know how to phrase this. An eat clean, bro. Sponsored athlete. I guess, yeah. if you will. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so. I told Jamie that like yeah. I, I had none but respect for him, man. Yeah. He did He's he did amazing. so much for me before all of that even happened. Right. And there's a lot of people in Scottish community that love him. Like, bro, how'd you get that? Is he coming out to Philly? Because it's it's located by Philly. And I'm like, yeah, now he's out by Philly. So a lot of people are doing that now. And they're incorporating their lifestyle into that, which I love, man. Yeah. You're trying to clean up your diet. trying yeah. to clean up your health. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gives, new gives weight, so man. M- I mean, we love him anyway, but he gives so much back. That's he does. We love he, does we, uh, he was our last guest in here, so he's that's why we got the eat clean, bro, everywhere. And Bob. Real quick though, we're gonna wrap. <laughs> we're gonna wrap this up. But um, what's up? I post about you a lot. You do a lot of things with me and my kids. My kids love you. You're terrific with my kids. We do a lot of outings together. There's not a lot of single dudes that you call up and like, bro, you want to spend the day with me? You even hit me up sometimes. You're like, bro, what are, what are you doing this weekend with the kids? You know, let's get together, and and he'll spend the entire day. My kids love him. He helps me with them. Um, but I post about Jesse a lot. He's on a lot of my Instagram posts. I call him my little brother, as I said before, or Uncle Jesse. Um, and he gets a lot of love from the ladies, the blue eyes, the tattoos, and stuff. So, real quick, for the girls out there, for the ladies, what is your 
Can can the girls be sliding in the DM? What is your dating strategy? I mean, what, yeah, all right. So the girls slide in my DM. I'm fucking horrible. Listen, with think that. about this. <laughs> You could fuck and not get nutted on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, will, there will be no payoff for you in the end. There's always a payoff. Like, yeah, that's my that's my goal in life. So if I don't I don't if I don't fulfill my side, I'm a loser. <laughs> I think that honestly, that, that that's like that's always been my go-to. I'm a loser if I don't do that. Yeah, but by, by what giving a girl an orgasm first? You have to. Yeah. Okay. Fair. If not, fair, you're a fair. loser. And I've dated a couple I'm of a selfish and- prick because I'm getting mine, bitch. You better get yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Ah, I don't know. I don't know so much about that, but yeah, all right. But that's how I, that's how I operate. I don't. I'm not selfish. I don't want to be selfish. This world has too much. Uh, I lived that selfish state of mind for a minute. Yeah. I don't want to be that way. <laughs> well, that's that's good. There that's you like, go, ladies. That's yeah. got to I mean, be that, like that's, we talking that's personal. Encouraging. But yeah, uh, that's so what I'm single, to get at. not single. What's your story? I'm not single. I'm kind of like. There's a girl. There's a new girl. A new girl in town, ladies. Uh, it's nothing official yet, but yeah, there's a new girl. She knows who she is. Maybe ghost and nuts and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but at least she knows now what happened to him. She's like, she's like, I can hang out with him. He's not even going to come on me. Yo, oh, what happened, though? What happened to him? I'm like, yo, it went inside my brain. What's up? <laughs> you don't have that happen? Nah, but for real. Um, I love all humans, man. It's uh, Life's too short for... This egotistic world that we live in, uh, we're trying to kind of try to change that whole aspect of life, which I love. You're a very positive human. I, very, I, all I, jokes I, aside, extremely positive. Nothing but good energy comes out of you. I'm so glad that you told your story. I know I put you on the spot with that. I didn't give you any fair warning. I love it. But I truly, truly feel like it's an epidemic now, what's going on. In our community, especially, Tom's River is heavily affected by it. I lost a lot of people it. to it. So that's, I've, that's something I've I didn't say. been to a yeah. lot of funerals. And, and I too think, many, I too think, many, man. I think right? your story can can help people. Your entire story, you know, all, all the way back to your military, but especially your struggle and your battle through that period of your life. And I'm and I'm glad you shared that. And I'm sorry I didn't give you a heads up on that. But honestly, it just popped in my head, and I was like, I know Jesse, I know his personality is not going to have an issue with this. So I would not have an issue with that. <clears throat> it was like eight years of uh, opioid problem type mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of people go through it, and not many people make it out. So it, it right. don't. That's all and I you. fucking love it, bro. I fucking I look at life every day. I'm like, bro, you could have went down that rabbit or whatever the hole you. Bro, you could in. literally not be here anymore. You know? Or not be here. Yeah. I could have went to other hard things. Mm-hmm. But there's yeah. a couple things that certain people like you guys all came over and said you're a certain piece. Everybody certain piece in life that said like, yo, it's who you're gonna become after this. Mm-hmm. It's not where you are now. Right. And that stuck it with me in my head. You're happy where you're at. I fucking love it, man. You, what do you what do you you're you you're how old? I'm 36. You want a family one day? You want children? You're so good with my kids. I, I can't imagine you without kids. Yo, but. truthfully, I did, bro. Yeah. But it was. Stop internalizing your cum. <laughs> nah, it's not that. It's not that. Uh, you're gonna knock yourself up. I, I did already. What? I had an abortion. What? <laughs> you want to find the right one now? I do. Yeah. And I've always been that route. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to settle tell anything else. Why? Why, Why settle? You? Why, would, Why you? would you settle? Because a lot of people settle in life. Renee did. <laughs> no, never that. They're both crazy together. They both. It, she loves her crystals. He loves fighting. <laughs> nah, but with that being said, like. The divorce guy over here piping up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're good, bro. You're good. 
It's just uh, we're, everybody's trying to figure out their route in life. I agree. We're yeah, all agree. changing. We're in the age of information where everything's changing in life. Well, listen, I know I speak on behalf right? of my, my co-partner over here and myself. We wish you nothing but the best in life. Yeah, no, I, we, I had a blast no, tonight. Love, um, good times, man. You're good people. So 100%, hope, bro. We'll do this again. Yep. 100%. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to this whole skydiving adventure. Yeah, we got to do this. Yeah, yeah. No bullshit. Yep. Let's... I you think see Jamie will go? Flying think he will call him out and he'll go? I don't know if he'll Big go. Big Perm? What is, what, what? Well, I don't know if Big Perm will go. Will Big Perm go or Jamie? Jamie? We're all going to go. Uh, well, uh, Jamie's working out now. He's working out a lot with Sitch and stuff. So I think he might have to drop a few LBs, but he's getting there. So, I um, think he's there yeah, almost. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it looked pretty slim for me. Yeah. No, he's he's uh, as long as we're all there, because I was very close last time, probably even closer this time, but... Uh, we're gonna make it happen, bro. We're gonna fucking pounds. bring Frank. the rubber suit, and you're gonna run some laps in the parking yeah, lot if okay. you have to. All right, make a fuck good, yeah, make a good video. Let's do it. Hey, no, I'll make a fucking epic video for all of us to be there. A guy that. did it. Remember, they told the story when we were there. Guy actually did that and dropped like eight pounds. Yeah, crazy. He was a wrestler though. Yeah. All right, guys. Champ of the Tramp. Loved having Jesse Holt in. Follow yeah, him man. on uh, Instagram. Jesse. Um, Jesse, Jesse Holt seven. seven. Jesse Holt seven. Very easy. On the gram, uh, great dude. Um, if you guys are combat wounded vets at all out there, follow him. Reach out to him on the DM. If you have an interest in going skydiving, Jesse has the ability. Jesse has the ability to make that happen. Uh, but it's been a pleasure to have you in. It's not often that you can have an actual friend in that has an interesting enough story to tell that um, can entertain, you know, and followers, benefit. viewers, and visitors. Benefit. That yeah can actually have a benefit from that. So it was it was a pleasure to have you in, brother, and we love Bro, you. I love and, you guys, man. Yeah. I love what you guys are doing. Jesse was here actually a couple nights helping yeah, us set up this, this fucking room up, this so. podcast yeah. room. So yeah, yeah, it's an epic room, bro. You guys are doing yeah. great things in life. Yeah. Hey, trying, back to man. Trying, 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 hundred percent. Love you guys. Uh, Champ of the tram, guys. Peace. Share, Woo. like, subscribe, check us out. Peace. Hundred percent. Later. <laughs>